Hello, I'm Damon. And I'm and, Evan. And we are Black Nerd Radio. All right, uh, folks, it's been uh, two months, and you're probably wondering what the fuck happened to this podcast. Well, um, I'll give you a brief what's going on. Um, Marcel is still part of it, but right now uh, he is taking a bit of a break. A sabbatical. A sabbatical, if you will. Um, he, um, he and uh, he and I have been doing this podcast seven years. Seven years, Jesus. Has it been? It's been seven really? years. Yeah, lordy. And uh, for six of those years, his wife Stephanie was our producer. She like was in charge of like any sponsorship stuff we would get or. Any reviews from books or comics we would get. She was the one that set that up. Um, but her and Marcel are, uh, they're calling it quits. They're getting a divorce. And it's, you know, so kind of a weird dynamic. It's not, you know, I don't think I'll be speaking out of school to say uh, it's a little rough for both of them right now. So he's taking a little bit of time off, but I wanted to get the podcast up and running again. And you've known Evan. Uh, he's done segments with me. but we're This making... fucking guy. Yeah, I know. But uh, he's mostly done a few seg- segments with me, or Phil Dem and Marcel's gone. Um, he's going to be our permanent third. So when Marcel comes back, we'll be Marcel and I primarily, but Evan and I will always have segments. Or if Marcel's not here, it'll be Evan and I. That fucking guy. Good God. <laughs> so... Um, for the, for the foreseeable future, it's going to be uh, Evan and I for a while. So, um, welcome back. I'm glad you guys are coming back. It feels like we're starting over, because we technically are. Kind of. <clears throat> but uh, this is the first episode back, so thanks for coming. Thanks for finding us. We're in another feed, because the old feed, Stephanie ran, and I wasn't able to acquire that one, so I had to start this new one. That has old episodes, plus another podcast that I would do. If you really dig deep in this thread, you'll see like old episodes of Sorry Right Number, which I did with Audra. Old episodes of this, and I think another episodes, uh, old episodes of a horror podcast I used to do. That's if you scroll way down. But um, or sort by oldest to newest, which I'm assuming is a thing. Yes, it is. Right. So that's that's that. So. Um, we're just gonna just talk about what we've been watching, basically, and uh, then we'll, you know, you'll come back next week for something different. So, Evan, um, whoa, we're outside, by the way. Yes, it's an it's an it, al it's an alfresco podcast. Yes, it is lovely ninety degree day. Yeah, in the Pacific Northwest, which means everyone cannot handle this heat. <laughs> no one, no one owns <laughs> air conditioning here. I actually do. But uh, because that 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 scorcher we had a couple years back mm -hmm. when we made national news when it was hotter than Phoenix, yeah, yeah, uh, <clears throat> I didn't have AC then, and I'll never be caught like that again. So right now, as we speak, my place is a cool sixty-eight. <laughs> uh, my, uh, thankfully, it's been thankfully it's been like 
warm for a couple of days and then it's cooled down so yeah. you can actually cool things down but when it's you know when it's 95 degrees constantly you can't do that so yeah. i don't know what it is inside but it's it's cool we shut everything down close the blackout curtains and yeah keeps okay all right well I, I just want you to know that i really considered doing the entire podcast in my uh skeevy producer voice but i chose not to oh thank you <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was thinking about it. I thought I'm big on character podcast. I thought it. I thought it'd be funny if I was just like, eh, he's Tony Soprano, but he's a cop. Yeah, that's that's not this show. <laughs> Still a funny thought. So I, I did want to. I did want to. I wasn't going to spring it on you. That's all. Thank I'm you. I yes. appreciate that. Yep. But um, let's just talk about what we've been watching. <clears throat> I, I will let's start with something that we've both been watching. Okay. And that is Secret Invasion. Secret Invasion. On uh Disney Plus. Um I have stuff to say about this. But do you want do you want, do you want me to start? Because uh, I have some, I would I have love some, I, I have some things. <clears throat> so I'm it, I think we're through episode four at mm -hmm. this point of six. Mm -hmm. Um I've only watched two and a half. Um, I stopped shortly after spoiler. Yeah. This, um, this, yeah. <laughs> by the time this airs, this the show will have been right. over. Um, I, I stopped at, at the big spoiler where, uh, the mother of dragons got killed. Um, and yeah. I don't know if, I, I don't know how that resolved necessarily. I it just... resolves immediately. It's a, it's a next, it's a very next scene. Oh, okay. I paused like right after she dropped and then I didn't get back to it, but there's also something else, even <clears throat> something, another Another secondary spoiler, spoiler about Don Cheadle. Uh, that's in the next episode. That's a, oh, there's but there's one in the, something else oh, okay, after okay, that. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Is what I'm saying. Um, so first episode, it felt weird to me. Like all of the snappy patter that one expects from pretty much any Marvel property seemed really forced to me. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of the dialogue, I was like, I'm not buying this. I, I, and I, I. It's not the actors, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, Samuel Jackson and Australian dude, whose name I can't remember off the top of my head. Oh, um, uh, but Ben Mills, Middleton. Yes, um, they're good actors, so I don't think it was them. But it just—I don't know—it fell kind of flat for me. Um, the uh, the second episode didn't seem quite as much. I. I Maybe I got into it a little more mm -hmm. and it felt better to me, but it's, it's missing something. It's well, like I feel it. Sh I, I feel like, don't get me wrong. It's a decent spy thriller. Yeah. But I'm not, I'm not feeling the gravity that I think I should in a show about a literal alien invasion of earth. All right. So here's the thing. <clears throat> here's the thing. I agree with you, and I think, in my opinion, it's a fun show. I like it. it. Is. I like this arm of Marvel. This is, you know, not necessarily everyone has superpowers, and your heroes don't have powers. It's kind of like the military arm yeah. of, of the Marvel Universe, of the MCU. But that being said, you know, you watch spy throws like, Tinker Spy or uh, or uh, Maltese Falcon, you know, real spy thrillers. 
this is trying to do those things, but not as good as those things. Mm-hmm. And I think that's part of the problem. Uh, they're in this weird position where they gotta, they don't want to lose people. But this show isn't as, isn't as popular. Well, it started out, it wasn't. It was the least viewed Marvel show, second to, um, um, oh, what was that? Yeah, Ms. Marvel. But now this uh, fourth episode was one of the most heavily viewed. So it's gaining some traction, but it's a six-episode arc. I'm at episode four. I finished episode four. And, yeah, there's it's missing some stuff. Okay, like, you know, spoiler, you know, um, Amelia Clark's character gets shot. But in the very first episode, uh, um, uh, what is her name? What is, what is his ride or die, uh, Nick Fury's? Is it... Um, what is her name? Olivia. Cole. Oh, uh, Kobe Smulders. I can't remember yeah. the the character's name. Um, Maria. Maria Hill. Yes. She dies. Now the whole the whole series is really hanging on. Um, Fury's been gone for five. Well, five. He was part of the blip. Yeah, but then he left after that. Right. After he left after Infinity War. After that wrapped up, and he's been on on the space space station with the scrolls building like a i forget uh putting together the latest version a sword mm-hmm. uh you know which is like the rebuild after the after him and cap took down uh um shield mm-hmm. and um so the show is really based on like he doesn't have any more he's old he's washed right. up and and that's kind of what the show's about. But after I was expecting, and what and how cool would it have been if yeah, we, we spend this episode talking about how washed up he is, even his old contacts don't really trust him the way they used to, or they tell him don't even get involved, you you don't got it. Right. And then and then Maria gets killed, and then I was expecting that switch, like, oh, these motherfuckers are gonna pay. Especially when he talked to her mom, he talked to her mom, and her mom's like, "Don't make her death meaningless." He's like, right. "Oh, I intend to get this." And then I was expecting like a switch to happen, you know, kind of like Nick Fury slash Samuel Jackson switch. Like, <laughs> I'm going on a fucking bloodlust until I, you know, get to the end of that, which it should have been. He kind of, he kind of did in the second episode when he's dealing with the what the art dealer or whatever yeah yes and no if there was more of that that would have been great but that's the only part we see i've seen more episodes than you and it goes right back down and so exactly okay and this is someone that this character she's unceremonially killed just like that yeah she's a character we followed since the very beginning yeah she was at the end of iron man what the fuck so so well but here's here here's something um olivia coleman is a fucking delight and i feel like they gave some of her some of samuel L. jackson stuff to her the whole torture scene mm-hmm. with the, like i mean that was that entertained the hell out of me that's my favorite part of the entire show that yeah. i watched <laughs> uh, you know mm-hmm. hey that door was locked yes what does that t- what does that tell you about me and locked doors um <laughs> but that whole thing was 
I feel like that should have been given to Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. And I think part of it is just budgetary. Well, yeah, it's about the scrolls uh, finding their own homeland and some bad scrolls that in the comics, <clears throat> just like the comics, they're, they created this machine, so some of the scrolls are super scrolls. Now they're, they can right. they can shape shift, but they have like a power that's that they don't know what it is <clears throat> until they take well, the like the original super scroll. Yeah, uh, was it mimicked all four of the Fantastic Four's powers? Right, you know. Right. And I remember this from when I was a kid reading mm -hmm. reading comics, and I don't know. I'm I'm assuming they get into that, but it's I don't want to say it's a chore to watch it. <laughs> not a chore but i keep do you know when you're in when you're in traffic and you kind of rock like come on let's get this fucking mm -hmm. that's what i feel like i'm doing with this show gotcha okay <laughs> like come on let's get <clears throat> moving this little you, you only and, have two episodes left yeah and this is really it's not you're taking too long to fucking get there and and i think a lot of people have that same beef and it's my beef with it and so they're just they're it's other not things a bad I'd rather show watch. it's commonly done but there's little things that you can't help but say, is this budgetary? Because, you know, the whole thing is the scrolls want to be scrolls. They don't want to have to mimic other people. They want to look like scrolls look. Which, and, you I know, get it. Where, yeah, exactly. So you have scenes when they're in their, in their, um, they're in their, their compound was just them. These are the bad scrolls. Uh, they don't want to be, they don't want to be, um, you know, wearing human faces. They want to wear their own face, but yet they're in these, uh, they're in their compound when it's just them and they're still people. That's a budgetary thing. Right. But it's show it doesn't feel cheap, but <clears throat> I mean, use some of the budget to do that. I mean, it's just makeup, put them in the fucking, you know, it's just little things like that. So it's a good show. I'm going to watch, I'm going to finish it. Um, you should finish it so we can talk about it. I will finish it. And um, but um those are my beefs with it. But that's 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 my thing though, is there are other things I'd rather watch. Mm -hmm. And TV is fucking on a tear this last few years. Well, I mean, there's so much the, good what, shit. What, I can't all, okay. keep up. And it all belongs to Apple. Have you noticed that? A lot of it is Apple. Oh, have you watched have you watched that show, the Idris Alba hijack show? No. Fucking dude. Michelle watched it. Watched the first episode, first three episodes. Told me about it. I got mad that she started without me, so we rewatched it. That show's fucking great. It's only going to be eight episodes, okay. and we're at episode five that, now. That is something, and it's in real time. Every episode is an hour on the ship, on the on the plane. Okay, they so, they never leave the plane. That is one thing that I'm starting that that is great about this new paradigm in television is. This is the story we're going to tell. We don't care how fucking successful it is. We're not going to stretch it out. We're not going to make it stupid. The, something the Brits do well and yeah. have always done well. This is going to be three series. That's it. Well, it's not. It's not based on. It's not driven by how many commercials can we squeeze right. in this. So we got to have twenty-two episodes of this show because. And then if it's successful, we need to do another twenty-two and another twenty-two and so another twenty-two. And, then it, and now it's going downhill. Yeah, let us stretch this. <laughs> but we're going to keep doing it because yeah. we can still sell ads. Let's let's stretch this story out for six months. Lost. Now, there's none I'm of looking at you. Fuck lost. Fuck lost. I dipped out after episode after season two. I should have. And I was. I'm glad I did because especially Some... when I know now, 
I when, fell for sunk cost fallacy. I did. Yeah, well, a lot of people did. And, and uh, like, the one thing that really bugged me is, like, I, I remember uh, I was dating Claire at the time, my ex-girlfriend. We were living together. And she and I would watch Lost. And after I dipped out for season two, I was like, man, fuck this show. It's almost like they don't know what they're doing from week to week. It's like they're figuring it out. But as they, they claim go. they do. And they, they oh, there's an the, ending for this, and they're yeah, not dead. They're not dead. Oh, they were dead. And then at the end, you find out they were <laughs> dead. And then Lindenloff, uh, Dame Lindenloff, who I, I, I hate like now more. Before I'll get into that, but I hate him because he doesn't know how to end a story. No, he doesn't know how he can start a really good one, a real compelling one, but he can't end one for shit. Which I but, understand. And, and then and then he, but. But he even said later, it's like, yeah, we were just kind of winging it. I was like, I fucking knew it. And, and then when I found out, you know, I found out from other people because I, I just refused to watch the show. Yeah. And I was like, oh, they don't, they don't, they are dead. They have to be. And yeah, they were dead. Lo and behold. Yeah. Like, Fuck off. And I get, I mean, you know, I was a writer once upon a time. I haven't written anything in probably a decade now, but <laughs> I get endings are hard. Yeah, that's, but you got to do it. Right, but that's that's why songs repeat to fade, right? <laughs> you know, like, how the fuck do we end this satisfactorily? I have no idea. So we're just going to repeat to fade. And it's the same thing with TV shows in a lot of cases. Like, well, mm -hmm. we'll just keep doing it until it trails off and then maybe give you something. You know, I, I get endings are hard, but you're getting paid a lot of money. Yeah. You should you should be good at this. And if you're not, you need to find somebody you can collaborate with that is. Now, Lindelof got me back with um, Watchmen. Watchmen show. That was chef's kiss. I, that... I still haven't finished it because there's too fucking much to watch. I know. I know. <laughs> I started, I was so late to the party. Um, I had Paramount Plus for a year, didn't use it. I've been using it a lot now. I love all the Star. I love all the Star Trek shows. I haven't shows. watched any of that, but I signed up. Because I love the Star Trek shows, Discovery, Picard. Uh, I Strange love New World. Strange New Worlds is fucking awesome. It is such a call back to the old one, the episodic old one. I mm -hmm. love it. I, I I I'll sit down and watch episodes of it, but I haven't gotten to it because there's all this other shit, and like I haven't watched it in weeks. Um, another one uh, on Paramount Plus I really like. Um, the new peeps and butthead, funny as shit. Really? Well, okay. I was surprised not, how good it is. I I shouldn't be. Surprised. I'm surprised. It's, it's just like, God damn it, he still got it. Because Mike Judge still Mike, has it. Mike Judge is a comic genius. Mm -hmm. I'll just I'll I I don't think that's a controversial take. No, <laughs> maybe it is. I don't know, <laughs> but um, <clears throat> I I I clicked on it today because I signed up for Paramount Plus because now they have Showtime too. So yeah. you can get all you can get Showtime and Paramount Plus at the same time. I was like, okay, well, I haven't been subscribed to Showtime in a while. I'll check it out. Mm -hmm. It just seems like pretty much everything that's on there I can watch somewhere else. Well, in a lot of cases, except for the Star Trek stuff. And I've never been a Trekkie. I, I mean, uh, I'm a I'm a dilettante geek. That you know, I can I can tell you about the things about Star Trek, but it's never, it's never hit for me. Really. I'm a big fan of Star Trek. Marcel is even a bigger fan. Marcel's like, I mean, I, I mean, if you go to my house and you've, you know this, but the audience may not, I have. Well, probably, my, I hope the audience oh. hasn't been to your house. That'd be weird. <laughs> Where do you live, Damon? <laughs> we want to come visit you. 
But um, I have uh, I have a wall on uh, uh, that has like I was part of a Star Trek ship club where they'd send you a little handmade diecast ship and you and like oh that's the board cube that's I the board hole. Thought I was thought I was a nerd. Yes, I know. It was so funny. <laughs> When I first met Michelle, I, I warned her before she came over. It's like, I'm kind of a nerd. Yeah, this is just a little I bit. got Star Trek. And she was like, when she saw them, she's like, oh, my God. I knew you were a nerd, but Jesus. I was like, well, I don't know if this is a uh, – uh, I don't know if this is a uh, – uh, not a red flag, uh, a deal breaker a deal for breaker. you. <laughs> but I'm not getting rid of them. <laughs> And she's like, oh, no, that's not a deal breaker. I just wasn't expecting it. I was see, like, my oh. nerdy stuff, I don't display my nerdy stuff so much unless you look at my bookshelf and see the, I don't know, 20 D&D books. <laughs> so, I, don't, I, don't have, I don't have displays of my nerdery. And since uh, my partner and I are both D&D nerds, it works out okay. Yeah, but... <laughs> you guys, are, it's, just, it's just what you have in it's, the house. It, yeah. It's part of the core. But... Um, Marcel's one of those nerds. He can just talk ad nauseum about. He's read all the books. He can go episode through episode. If you tell him the synopsis of an episode, he can tell you everything about it. He's like he goes deep. I'm more. That I don't way go that with, deep. I'm more that way with Star Wars. Like I can name twenty alien Star Wars races off the top of my head pretty so easily. So funny. I I'm the same way with you about Star Wars. I'll read the books. I've read the books. I'm looking so forward to this Ahsoka show. <clears throat> but yes. oof, for me. My like, if it isn't good, we riot. That's I, all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, no shit. My um, my whole thing is um, I gotta slow down this cigar. I forgot if you smoke them fast, you get a pretty hard buzz. We're just well, kind of sitting on, on Evans. Uh, <laughs> you people who don't use nicotine all the time may. Oof! Wow, <clears throat> it's doing a number on me. Yeah, slow, slow down, slow down. But um, get out the sun. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna get out of the sun. <laughs> Pass out. But um, we've been rotating slowly <laughs> to stay in under the umbrella. <laughs> but um, yeah, there's just so much good shit, and uh, Apple TV is great. Netflix is starting to kick it up. Some of their docu series are fucking great. Have you watched, watched the one on American Gladiators? No, but I'm interested because I never really liked American. I'd watch American Michelle Gladiators. Does not give a fuck. Well, about okay, American Gladiators. But Plus, we were well, we were on. teenage boys. Yeah, hold on, let me get it out. She gives zero fucks about American Gladiator. She's seen every episode of that docuseries. It's a good show. It's and uh, there's their docuseries are fucking stellar. Some of their movies, you know, especially the Netflix originals, yeah, hit or miss. And usually you find yourself saying, "Oh, it's good for a Netflix movie." It's like right. if I saw it in the theater, I'd be pissed. You know, you know why <laughs> that is. They actually uh, they produce things to be on a second screen. Mm-hmm. You know, they produce things so that you can fold laundry while you're watching a Netflix movie or whatever. You're, they don't produce it to be something you're focused on necessarily. So, um, <clears throat> like, um, for example, uh, Extraction 2 just came out on uh, Netflix. I haven't watched it yet, but I like Extraction 1, the, the action film with um, Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth, yeah. It's kind of sad because he is definitely... I like that guy, but uh, he's got a uh, early onset dementia. What? Yeah, he's diagnosed with something. He's after his obligations are done, he's going to take a break from acting. He may not come back because he's got like uh, he's got like what was it called? I'll look it up. But yeah, but, but I but I like two eyes too close together guy. 
<laughs> His whole family's like that. All the brothers. Yeah. All the Hemsworths. Like, just a little too close. Yeah. <clears throat> not that they're not handsome. But, um, you know, it's a great, it's, it's a great, um, it's, a, you know, I, it's so funny. I was talking to Shell about, you know, how good TV is. She's like, we need all our streaming services. And I was like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> We, uh, we may need more. I have I'm thinking Paramount about Plus. <clears throat> I have Netflix. Now I have Amazon Prime, but I use Amazon, so it just comes with right, the service. Right. So, not getting rid of that. We both use it quite a bit. So Amazon Prime. What Shutter. bougie people don't? <laughs> yeah. Shutter. I'm seriously considering because we've talked about it. I'm seriously considering subscribing to Shutter. It's only five bucks a month, <clears throat> and it's it's the Netflix of horror. I, right. But that's the one thing I get super. You you hear about Star Wars? Marcel is really. Uh, um, uh, Star Trek. I'm a hybrid. I love both. Right, but and I do. If too. it's horror, it's got me. And I love I love great horror movies. Yeah, I, I don't like mid tier horror movies, but I, well, you know, I like yeah. I like every genre if it's a good movie. <laughs> you know, <Yeah. laughs> is it a good romantic comedy? Well, guess what? I'm gonna like it if it's good. Um, but. Uh, I, uh, as you've told me, and as I've read, Shudder has some really amazing shit on it. And it has some stuff that they acquire that is really, really good. Like, there's a movie I wanted to see um, that's been all the buzz on um, in the horror circles. It's uh, an independent horror film. It's basically a take on Frankenstein. It was um, uh, Angry Black Girl and Her Monster. And... Oh. I've heard. Did I see a preview for that? You probably or, did. I, I, it the sounds close, familiar. The closest theater to us was 50 miles away. The fuck? So I was like, well, it's an independent movie and it's in select theaters. Where was, where was it 50 miles away? Uh, I want to say Eugene somewhere. Oh. So, hmm. um, but I was like, I can't do that. But Shudder has acquired it. They're going to put it out in August. So, Problem solved. And another one, Skinnamarink, that everyone was talking about was this little low-budget movie that this guy made in his house about these two boys that probably crossed a parallel universe in their house. They wake oh, up. that played at the Kiggins. Not a great movie. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I, but I do, I do, I would love, I would, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm, I don't recommend it for people who watch horror movies who aren't like at the risk of sounding a snob, real students of horror, because it is a lot of nothing. But I would say anyone who's in the filmmaking process, which you are, you, mm -hmm. you're, you're the uh, Johnny Depp to my uh, Tim Burton, <laughs> basically. Yes, I am remarkably <laughs> handsome. That's... Well, you just everything I do. <laughs> just, you're no, 90 no, of my I'm, I'm going with remarkably handsome. <laughs> okay. <That's>, yep. <laughs> But um, this guy's very handsome. <laughs> you, we should put him in stuff. <laughs> but um, what? Uh, because he accomplishes so much with so little. That movie he made at his house for I think just under under twelve thousand. Oh and it's Lord. made It's made almost two million. Thirty bucks. I paid thirty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> he made. This was the price of a used car. He made two million off this little movie. But they also acquired it because I couldn't find it anywhere, and it kind of skipped theaters or most theaters. It was mm -hmm. only in art house theaters and yep. festivals, so I wasn't going to be able to see it. But 
uh, Shutter acquired it, and now they have it. And okay. have, you can watch it there. And it's only five. It's like I think it's six dollars. I think they raised the six oh, bucks. Okay. Well, and she loves horror. She's more of a it horror is, person than I am. So. And they, they have all the old Jallos. They have <laughs> new stuff. They have great horror shows. I always feel like a booster when I talk to people about it because it's like one of those small companies that that's still around and is still putting out great shit. And no one's, you know, I mean, they're doing good. Mm-hmm. But you know it's not as wildly known as some of these other streamers. Right. But I can't, I can't speak. I, it, well, I implore there, you to get it. There is, there is nothing wrong with finding a product you like and being an advocate for it. Yeah. Right. You know, like my silly fucking shoes. I really like my shoes. I'm not going to mention the name or anything, but like I really like these things. So when <laughs> I talk to just people, I'm not going to do a free ad on the podcast, but when I talk to people, they're like, "Oh, what are those?" And I tell them, "I'm like, they're amazing. They do this and that." And they're, they're, feel better wearing them but no there's absolutely nothing wrong especially with a smaller company like that mm-hmm. so so <clears throat> as far as the streamers go uh you saw yeah, there's a shutter amazon prime netflix paramount plus max fucking stupid max uh, don't say hbo <laughs> don't, don't um say i'll get back to that actually um <laughs> uh what else there's hulu presumably hulu yes and peacock now peacock i don't really pay for uh i got it free because of my internet service if you have that internet xfinity you have you have yeah i i've done nothing with peacock but it has some good shit on there because i don't give a shit about the office mainly oh dude i love the office but i've watched it it. does have i don't need to watch uh it does have some really good shows on it and plus the whole Law and Order catalogs on there. Right? Ah, yes. And they have some movies that are exclusive there. I saw Cocaine Bear there when it was still in theaters. Oh, okay. And stuff like that. The new, the newest Kevin Hart uh, special is on there. He has a really good internet. He has a really good um, interview show. I mean, he talks to big people. Like he had The Rock on there for a while. He had Dr. Dre is the latest one on there. Okay. So it's they have some good shit. Uh. See if you're listening, please do not listen to the part about the Law and Order catalog. <laughs> <clears throat> so as I, 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 it's I, a thing, and I have Apple Plus, and uh, so I don't know. I it's still less than what I ever did pay for cable. Oh yeah, still still, still like a hundred dollars less. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. To this day, and I cut the cord in '08. <clears throat> I cut the cord in '08. I think we waited until '12. Mm. Um. <clears throat> I could go back to uh, sorry through my oh no I don't have a problem with smoke in my eyes um, having been a smoker for years um, but uh, but yeah I could go back through my Amazon purchases I think it was 2012 that we yeah. stopped and we didn't have cable we had uh, satellite which oh yeah if you if you look to your left you'll see uh, yeah I had dish I had dish network for a long time. Um, but uh, I, I really don't miss it. Me neither. One, okay, I will say this. When I'm laying on the couch, and maybe I'm content to just fall asleep on the couch, having the rhythm of television mm-hmm. in the background, the, you know, eight minutes commercial block, eight minutes commercial block or, you know, along yeah. those lines. There is something relaxing about that. 
and there's live TV <clears> with, the, with the, you know, you have that UHF. Yeah, we have, we have an antenna. Yeah. And so you can get that. Free but... TV has a lot of shit now. Yeah, Pluto and... Uh, uh, Pluto, uh, <clears throat> Tubi. Freebie. Yeah, and it, Tubi. It, and, uh, and now with free TV, they have, like, dedicated channels. Yeah. There's a channel that just shows, just shows, like, one show. Like, I, there's a Sanford and Son one. There is a... Um, there's a Price is Right channel. There's a Portlandia. I love Portlandia. Is there really? Yeah, I love Portlandia. And I'll I do just, enjoy, I do that's enjoy That's my comfort show. I'll just put it on and then drift away. Set the timer on the TV and then go to sleep. Cause you, cause, well, because you're sitting there going, oh, hey, I've been there. Yeah. But it's, and it, it is, I like the humor. I like, oh, I like the humor. I'm quick there. digression. Yes. Documentary Now. Oh, I love that show. The bowling one? Yes. Do you realize what bowling alley they used for that? No. Hazel Dell Lanes. Did they really? Yes. I didn't know that. I shit you not. Now I got to rewatch it. Yes. I, cause I, I saw a thing where they were like, it was in some subreddit and they were talking about it. And I was like, all right, I'm going to go back and watch it. Uh, uh, the fat one, Bobby Moynihan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the fat one. <laughs> when he's, when he's driving and talking, uh-huh. he's going north on highway 99 past the video store, Skippers, Holy the Valvoline, shit. fucking peach tree pie house. Oh my God. I did not know that. I didn't either. I watched it and it didn't occur to me. And then like when he's leaving, when they're, when they're leaving out of door, it's like that rock face on the South side. And I was oh, like, yeah. Oh my God, this is Hazel Dell lanes. What the fuck? Well, as of now, SAG screen actors guild and the writers actors, writers act the WGA. WGA, thank you. Writers Guild of or, America. Yeah, Writers Guild of America. Both East, and, both East and West. Yes. Yep. Are striking at the exact same time. <clears throat> now, we haven't had that since 1960. Yep. So, 63 years ago. Here, Here's a fun fact about that. <clears throat> the leader... I know this. You, you, know, where, you know where I'm going with this? Well, maybe the audience this. doesn't. Yes. Um, the uh, president of the Screen Actors Guild at that time was one Ronald Reagan. Yeah. Who people may have heard of because he became president of the United States and destroyed unions. He destroyed unions? Uh, I'm thinking of the uh, air, air traffic controller mm -hmm. uh, union. Which is back. Right. But, but yeah, he, he yeah. actively tried to destroy unions. Uh, and, uh, and this is because... Because he got rich and was like, uh, he's a piece of shit. He well, was you, one of the worst presidents you, we ever you had. Know, you know me. I, I'm not a fan. And, and I know there are a lot of people who will say lots of things about this. But I'm not a fan of either uh, wing of the bird. Mm -hmm. But this is a perfect exemplar of Republican thinking of, I got mine, fuck you. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly how they all are. That's why and, I hate them so much. And well, and I'm sorry, but the Democrats are also guilty of it at times. They, they, they're, they're not great, uh, but, but give me a break. Yes, I'm, not, active, I'm but... not saying they're the exact same kind of pieces of shit. Yeah. I'm saying that they're both pieces of shit in different ways, but regardless. Yeah. Um, but the, this is such a perfect example of, fuck you, I got mine. Mm -hmm. But um, I, am, I am very much in, I am very pro-labor. Me too. Always have been. 
Um, I've been a Teamster for over 20 years. Uh, I've never been in a union. Um, both of my grandfathers were, uh, uh, one was Boilermaker, one was IBEW. Mm -hmm. uh, my father, uh, being the uh, weirdo that he was, uh, has was a member of Carpenters Union, Teachers Union, and Musicians Union. <laughs> <laughs> he held multitudes <laughs> he, was a, he was an interesting person but uh, i i personally have never been a member of a union um although i did try to form one at my last job and the union ghosted me so i've also had bad bad experiences yeah. with unions but it's the it's literally the best way that those of us who don't have money can, can make it can make it you <laughs> yeah. know and i i always say uh you know to, to quote Ayn Rand, wait, I promise this isn't going to go somewhere shitty, um, <laughs> who is John Galt? Well, John Galt's a guy who can't make trains by himself. Mm -hmm. You need fucking labor. I don't care how much money you have. You know, you can't. You can't yeah. just, oh, we don't need writers or actors. Um, yeah, I think, I think you might. Well, what, it was crazy is uh, a guy who everyone liked, uh, he, they brought, he quit. He was the head of Disney. He left. Um, Zaz, no, not Zasloff. Iger? Iger. Iger retired. And then the guy, another guy took over and he was shit. So they yes. asked Iger back because he was one of those guys that was fair. And, you know, he said some really shitty stuff. It's not going to, it's not going to, uh, it's not going to um, fare well in the future. He was, they were talking to him about this strike and he's like, he talked about how, I'm paraphrasing, but he talked about how it is disruptive and this is the worst time to do it. Oh, I'm sorry. A strike is disruption. That's what a strike is. That's the point, dude. Fuckhead. And, is he uh, the one that said, we're going to wait until they start losing their houses? Uh, no. No, that was somebody else. Okay. I, uh, I, don't, I, I don't think we know who said that. But now that, you know, the Director's Guild... They, he talked about how they made a deal with the director's guild. Yeah, other rich guys. Yeah. <laughs> Steven Spielberg was like, well, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. I got mine. Yeah. And so. Tony Scott. Nope, I'm good. Or wait, is he the dead one? Tony. Tony Ridley. Tony's, Tony's the dead, dead one. Ridley's, Ridley's the alive. one that's not. Yeah, okay. Yeah, the director's guild made a deal with the studio heads and it, it worked out for them great. But, you know, and there's a hand, you know, there's a small percentage of millionaire actors, but there's a vast majority of regular folks. Yeah. I mean, they make decent livings and then there's some that don't make that much. And now it's what they want is not fucking unreasonable. And it's so funny. The studios are holding on to this deal from the turn of the century. Mm -hmm. Things are not the same. Now during the first right writer strike in 08 was over streaming. Now streaming wasn't anywhere near what it is now. Yeah. And they're like, well, we're only going to use streaming. The studio's like, we're only going to use streaming for, and this is, you can look this up. I'm not, I'm not exaggerating. They were like, we're only going to use streaming to, streaming to like for commercial stuff and to, as a form of uh, promoting stuff. And, you know, because you, you write a movie and you act in a movie and you get, you get your base pay, but then you get residuals. Yes. When, when when it goes to TV, when it goes to cable, uh, when when it goes to Blu-ray or DVD or whatever, you get a little piece of that pie. Mm -hmm. 
Now with streaming, it, it's, it's, it's the Wild West. There's no rules. Yeah. And well, so we can't know how many streams were had. Yes, you do. You, you fucking you do. know exactly how many times it streamed. Yeah. And so back then they were like, well, you know, it's such a new technology. We don't know where it's going. We're not going to use it for that anyway. Uh, so let's not talk oh, about it. Oh, except we are. <laughs> Fast forward to now. It's it's how most people get their 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 media, and uh, they still want to hold the old deal. They're like, so let's say you write a movie, uh, you get a little base pay, and it's wildly popular on streaming. <clears throat> You've already been paid, yet they can make money forever on it in perpetuity, and, and you get nothing. And they want it that way. They don't want to have to show their work. No. And uh, all they're act- asking is we let's figure out this new technology and figure out a, a way to make that work. Now the studios are fucking greedy. They're just fucking yeah. greedy. They're they're claiming they're not making any money. Bullshit. <laughs> Bullshit. They're not making any money. They're when not, you, making, when, when they're you not can, making any money they want to pass on. Yeah, yeah. If you can make a if you can make a show and or pour hundreds of million dollars into a you have the fucking money. Stop it. Well and the how the, big does your yacht have to fucking be? Well, I have a personal story about that, but I won't get into it. <laughs> you have air conditioning in your boat? I don't have air conditioning in my truck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't plead pro- poverty to me. Um, so, you know, so <clears throat> that's where they're at. Oh, and this AI technology where they're like, it's so funny because I, I don't know if you listened. We had an episode, Marcel and I talked about AI and, and an old episode. Not that old. It was a couple months ago, a few months ago. I listened to most of them. I don't remember that. We, we but talked, it's been a while and we I talked a lot. So. We ta- I, I forget the title. I'll look it up after, after we show and tell you. But uh, as we were talking... I took some keywords and put it in the AI chat oh, box. yes, I do remember And in this. real time, it gave me a story. Mm-hmm. Now, it's not a great story, and if someone with half-ass writing skills could figure something out, but there is something to be said. It doesn't... It, it repeats itself. It's not perfected, but it no. can do certain <clears throat> stuff. And I think studios are, like, trying to... It's like, well, we don't need you. We have AI. No. Yeah, and, you and, do. And then part of, and part of the deal is, <clears throat> like, no... You can use AI as a tool. But nothing that we want uh, to write, everything that we, people get paid for has to be written by a human being. It can, it can be a tool, but it's not a replacement. Yeah. So <clears throat> they're just asking for fairness. So fuck these studios. But now that, now that you know, like in 08, that's why we got so many um, reality TV shows because right. there was a strike. But now that the actors and writers are on yep. strike. Hollywood shut down. Yeah. And now they want to play this game. I'm sure they could put something together and make their own lane. It won't be as big, but, you know, they got them over the barrel right now. And I just hope studios realize that, you know, AI isn't going to save them. Well, a a couple of points that I've seen. First of all, you're fucking with people whose literal job is to create narratives and pluck heartstrings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you're fucking with the storytellers. Yeah. And guess what? They're going to tell the best story they can that make, makes them out in the best light. Mm-hmm. Also, the other point is, what do executives do in Hollywood, aside from sign checks? Yeah. I mean, okay, Kevin Feige 
is a producer. He's talented. He's obviously. a creative producer, but they're, he's they're a far and few between. He's it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, there are there are a few others. Oh, James Gunn now. No, okay, James Gunn, sure, but. These are two people we're talking about. Yeah. There's hundreds, the, the there's dude, thousands. The dude who actually <laughs> signs the check does fucking nothing except for that. Okay, you have money. Well, guess what? You don't have people who can build trains. Yeah. Because they're not going to build the trains for you right now until you give them a fair shake. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's not it's not about the the people who are making $20 million a picture. It's not about the super, not that there are any superstar writers right now that I can think of. No. And most of them. <clears throat> right for themselves right and like i mean not that there have ever been a lot of superstar writers like uh joe Est- uh, not joe Ester- yes joe Esterhaus, the guy who wrote uh the uh basic instinct oh yeah 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 i guess he was kind of one i guess you could argue quentin tarantino kevin even though smith he's a writer to some degree kevin smith to some degree so there aren't a lot of superstar writers they're superstar actors but like they're in solidarity. Mm-hmm. Like the the Oppenheimer cast finished their obligation, and then they went and wrote out their picket signs. Yep, because <laughs> they can't do shit. I saw the list of what they can and can't do, and it's basically everything that actors do. <laughs> Kevin Smith is doing a movie right now. It's and now super low budget movies. Uh, the Guild won't go after them. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's making a movie right now. I forget what it's called. He sells in a couple of his podcasts. And uh, he has a movie theater. He bought his childhood movie theater. That makes sense. Yeah. And uh, Like and, you wouldn't. Yeah, I would buy The King is Tomorrow. <laughs> if, if, and have someone else run it, because I don't know anything about running it. Let me, let me call Dan. I have so opinions. <laughs> but I, I would buy it tomorrow. I grew up in that theater. I love yeah, that theater. Yeah. Um, Thanks, thankfully, we have someone who also grew up in it who who Who's, does yeah. own it and he's doing a good job and he's doing a very good job so you know local movie theater ownership for the win oh no, he's killing it he's killing it <clears throat> um but uh and his movies keeping it under a million bucks you know on the cheap hiring hiring actors that are striking and you know and giving them some work and he's just gonna show it on at his theater yeah. <laughs> and right. on a website maybe okay. but he's not you know he's not He's like, no, he's, you know, he was on the picket lines a couple times. But, yeah. But, uh, you gotta, you at least have to show a little solidarity. No, we absolutely. <laughs> Even if you're famous, you know, jump out, well, now give everybody SAG, a, a but, bottle of water. But this, this is a good part of, with SAG also striking. Now all those big names are on the picket lines mm-hmm. and that's what the media wants. You know, they're going to be down there. It's going to bring the pressure on. Well, the media... The ownership of the media does not want that because the ownership of our news media is the same that owns yeah, all the things that are creative because like five companies own all the media in this country. But, you know, but, news is news and they're going right. to... If it it's, bleeds, it leads and this isn't quite bleeding, but it does. Hollywood shutting down for the first time in half a century is, is news. Yeah. So I, I, can, I hope they get what they need and they want. Because I'm a teamster through and through. I, I believe in unions. Without unions, you wouldn't have a lot of shit that we hmm. take for granted, like fucking a progressive pay scale, weekends, uh, vacation weekends. pay. <laughs> yeah, I'm serious. What? Seven days? What do you mean we wouldn't? Well, no. <laughs> no. That, then, was, be- that was granted to us by our masters. Before, the, the, before the, for unions, you just worked until they told you not to. Because people didn't <laughs> die. 
in, in, we wouldn't have child labor laws. We wouldn't have so much shit. Well, those because are starting to go away too. <laughs> so that's fun. <laughs> so it's just like you know, I don't, I don't want the twelve-year-old sanitizing the food uh, production machines. I don't. <laughs> I remember I, I forget who it was, but a friend of mine's husband was like, "Unions are useless." I was like, "You are the stupidest fucking person I know." Without, without, again, <laughs> without unions, you wouldn't have anything I that you want. I had a bad experience with unions. You had a I'm bad experience. Still, I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, no, I did. I had a bad experience with unions. However, I still fucking support them. And, and yeah, unions aren't they're not, perfect. They're not and a there's certain, And there's, you know, like the policeman's union is bullshit. <laughs> fucking bullshit. <laughs> Sorry. You can literally kill people and not go, not even lose your job. <laughs> so it's not I perfect. I but, shouldn't laugh. But it's, you know. That's like saying all doctors are bad because you had a bad doctor. Yeah, no. And that's as and stupid that's, as that yes, is. It you is. know, it's, just, it's equally They're... dumb. <clears throat> well, I, if I can't kill people with impunity, then how will I do my job? Yeah. Um, well, a lot of people don't kill people without impunity. <laughs> De-escalation, maybe? Yeah. Maybe it should be harder to become a cop than it is to become a fucking dentist. <laughs> um Actually, it's easy. It's, hard, it's harder to become a hairstylist than it, it is to become a cop. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't want to get a fungus. <laughs> but I'd probably take the fungus over getting shot. Oh, me any day. It's a, I don't know. It's a, it's a toss-up. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I, I can't. So, so we're 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 enough. coming we're coming down pro union. Is that what I'm feeling? One hundred percent. Can I go more than a hundred percent? Well, Cause... yeah, but it just looks silly when yeah, you go a thousand percent. Shut up. Yeah. No, uh, <laughs> yeah. Regardless of my one experience, I still one hundred percent support labor because that's all of us. Well, yeah. Except for like seven fucking people, <laughs> you know. It is, and so it's just crazy. I hope they get what they get because, you know, I hope they get what they ask for because it's not unreasonable. And I'm really, I'm so. The just, owning people's likeness in perpetuity. That's fucking crazy. And I've seen people say like, well, they put that in as the poison pill that they can take out. Mm -hmm. Okay. But here's the thing. It's still fucking terrible. Whether, mm -hmm. whether you intend to pursue it or not, it shouldn't be there. No. It, <laughs> like, you, show up for, you should show up for a day, we'll pay you $200, we can use your likeness forever. No. Yeah. No, that's not no, how things work. Not how things work. Well, you know, unless you make a side deal that that's what, like, James Earl Jones made a deal uh, for his voice, and they can use it now forever, but they paid right. him they handsomely paid, for it. And he's right. an old man. He's almost 90, so... Um, uh, uh, but he, you know, he got like an he got, he, he's, he's got so he got seven figures. Okay, so you know, seven or eight figures, so they can invest use. that wisely. You're good. Well, he's already good, but you yeah. know what I mean, right? I mean, that's that's fair. If um, you're like, if you want to pay me, let's say, if I agree on it, he's like, hey, uh, we want to use your likeness. Uh, Ten million dollars is our offer. Okay. Sure. I agree to that. That's fine. But I, can do say, I can do something with that. But does it say, like, to make it as, like, this is what the deal is across the board? No, fuck off. Fuck off. I have altered the deal. Get, hey, get I don't alter it farther. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Carrie, Fisher's, Carrie Fisher's joke about uh, her likeness and having sold it to George Lucas. Uh -huh. um, I owe George $3 every time I look in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> 
she did she did okay i'm yeah, guessing she, she was she was all right but you know but, who the head of the screen actors guild is now don't you fran drescher fran drescher that i watched did that you hear speech. her speech i was like i was speech. like i was pumped i was like i'm not even an actor i'm like yeah 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 well but again <laughs> you're dealing with people who create narratives and pluck heartstrings and yeah that was that was off the cuff yeah she's good she wasn't reading shit I doubt she memorized it, although it's possible. I mean, it's that's possible. That's, She's an actor, professional that's, liar. That's, that's, what, that's what you do for a living. It's possible that she but wrote it all out pumped. before. <laughs> I was I'm, I'm not even. I'm not an actor. I'm not even in a union. And I was like, "Fuck yeah!" <laughs> yeah. So give me, give me a sword. I'll go kill those French bastards. <laughs> oh wait, that's Henry V. Sorry. Um, <clears throat> no, I mean, you're you're picking a fight with the wrong people. Yeah. So. All right, I think we've exhausted that topic. But, ah, but uh, it was fun to talk about. It was very fun. <clears throat> and we're back. Um, just uh, FYI, folks, um, we're still outside at Evan's house, but on a different day. Um, More al fresco. Yes, because um, this uh, we we uh, the app quit on me and cut us off, and then we talked for another forty-five minutes, not knowing we weren't recording anything. So. Um, this is kind of a Frankenstein episode, first episode back, but, uh, we're just going to continue to talk about, uh, we were all over the place. We had union talk, so we're, we're going to finish out what we've been watching. And I just, uh, in a review of a movie I've watched since the beginning of this podcast. <laughs> uh, uh, quick thing about the union. I noticed that there for a while, it was all over the media mm -hmm. and that's just gone away, which I find interesting because it's almost like the people who are getting fought against own all the news media as well and they're not covering it well they're not covering media. it as much as because it's nothing has not much has changed <clears throat> that is true not much has been uh done um eisner who uh who you know actors and people that are striking kind of liked uh yeah after he put his foot in his mouth last week we talked about it uh, I think we talked about it or touched on it in Union mm -hmm. Talk yeah. segment. But um, he um, he continues to put his foot in his mouth. So people are kind of like, fuck you. And it, it's, it's so funny. Some of the big actors have talked about starting their own thing and just smaller, but uh, putting something together. Uh, Mark Ruffalo even said something about it. So it's like we should we need to build our own studio. So we're, start. we're doing United Artists again. Maybe because that, that's how yeah. United Artists started. Yeah, the the biggies in the twenties were like fuck you. Um, yeah, it's just it's it's interesting to me because there there are plenty of productions that are going right now mm -hmm. because they're independent productions and they can manage to pay what people are asking for mm -hmm. and these are tiny productions so why is it that these conglomerates these enormous fucking billion multiple billion dollar companies can't give a dude 200 bucks every time he shows up you yeah know, that's just it's, <laughs> it is very <clears throat> telling just how greedy they are yeah. because look at it this way uh you know, they, everyone's. I, I heard this at work. I had to shut it down. Heard it in the break room, and I just had. And we're a union, right? And we, you know, just, you know, 
I'm not. I don't want to get into the specifics, but you know, I work for UPS. Everyone who's listening to this podcast any length of time it knows this. Knows this. I've talked about it. Talked about work. Um, we just settled yeah, our our awesome. our thing, and um, so that that to hear someone talk about another union like they don't know how it is when you're in one is kind of this is kind of infuriating yeah i can see that like <laughs> i was like who's well, millionaires don't make them richer i was like dude this is for everyone yeah the millionaires in that you realize all the movies you watch all the shows you watch most people most not a tiny percentage maybe two percent are the Hundred millionaires, twenty million, those the millionaires. Right. Most people make a decent living. Yeah, they could probably make, you know, middle to high six figures, but or some just just working class. Yeah, I was like, I was telling tell, was like, you know, you make more than a lot of people that are part of the uh, part of the crew. Yeah, and 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 you get paid. All year, they only get paid until this job is done, and the actors get shit. You yeah, know, the 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 not necessarily the character actors, but like you know people with minor parts, things like that. Yeah, you know, I I was listening to a different podcast where they were where they made a joke about you know uh, this guy gets to go back to his six roommates. Yeah, <laughs> and and it's true. Like I probably make more, and I, I don't make a ton. But I probably make more than most working actors, the yeah. majority of working actors, because okay, yes, the the big ticket names are going to make twenty million, ten million for a picture, whatever it happens mm-hmm. to be. But they're not the ones who are asking for more, yeah, because they're going to get that no matter what, right? Because okay, they're you a draw. Give, you give uh, uh, Jim Carrey twenty million dollars for whatever it was he got paid twenty million dollars for. I can't remember what it was. You do that because you know you're going to make a shitload more than twenty million dollars. Yeah, but the guy who's holding the boom mic is or the and actor not, and the, the actor that plays the waiter that <clears throat> waits on him in the right, scene. And, and I shouldn't bring up I shouldn't bring up the crew because uh, if I remember right, the the I can't remember what the union is for the crew people. Yeah, they're not striking right now. No, but. You know, but they but they're not working because there's no one's working. They 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 can't you know they can't be a key grip. But there's no production to be a key grip for. Still don't know what a key. I know a fair amount about movies. I have no idea what a key grip is. Uh, It uh, basically uh, they 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 uh, they they do the setups. Is he the one that puts the gaffer tape over the cords and the lights? (laughs) they, They lock everything down. <laughs> but um all right we've exhausted not, not to bring things down sorry yeah no 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 but you know what's also funny because no comic-con has been around since 73 i believe so it's over 50 years old probably right around there yeah this is the first time in like 25 years that comic-con is just comics there's no studios there this year well good and it was weird, though. I was listening to, uh, I think it was Kevin Smith podcast. They were doing a show, uh, Fat Man Beyond, him and Mark Bernard. And, uh, they're both you know, in the Writers Guild and Directors Guild, actually. But um, at least, of course, Kevin is. He's in both guilds. But um, <laughs> they're like, this is fucking weird. He's like, you know, I was too young to come to Comic-Con when it was just comics. 
and now it's just comics. It's kind of kind of cool. <laughs> anyway, um, okay. Um, so, all right. So we'll go back to what we were talking about, which is what we've been watching. Um, what have you? Oh, let's just talk about the uh, since since the, since the beginning since the beginning of this podcast. <laughs> uh, almost two weeks have gone by. So we have watched. We finished Secret Invasion. So yes. let's let's talk about it. As a whole, what did you think of the show? I thought it was okay. Uh, it, it, I hear like, it, it was it was it great? No, I I think it could have been better. Um, mm-hmm. I can't believe that it cost over two hundred million dollars. For what? Okay, <laughs> if it cost that's that's got to be like if it cost two hundred million plus. Could they not get Samuel L. Jackson better fake beards? No shit. That was that was one thing that stood out to me. Um, I, <laughs> and I I went back and forth on the dialogue. Some of it was decent, but then some of it was awful. Uh-huh. Um, my favorite part of the entire thing was Olivia Colman. Mine too. She she was, just... she was ruthless. Yeah. She was what Samuel at Jackson uh, should have been. Well. That's what Samuel L. Jackson would have been before the blip, is my feeling. Yeah. This is showing a softer Nick Fury well, yeah. who's, who's Dealing... confronted his own mortality literally mm-hmm. and then got brought back. So he has softened a touch. Um, I was surprised that I didn't catch the switch at the very end. Oh, really? You yeah, didn't, I you didn't, didn't say, I did not. And I oh, wow. Shocked. Usually I'm better at catching those kinds of things. I was just like waiting for the reveal. I knew I, that's what was going on. I was like, <laughs> my whole thing was Samuel L. Jackson is, or Nick Fury is faking <clears throat> being affected by the radiation because he got some shield magic. Because <clears throat> let's be honest, uh, <laughs> it's not really technology. Um, he had some shield magic that actually was keeping him from being affected by the radiation and he was faking it the whole time and then I'm like oh how did I and I felt dumb I really did <laughs> I, was I was like, like I was just waiting fuck I was waiting for her because we God hadn't seen her and I was like and he had yeah. his talk and I was like it was just it, a matter of time it, it should have occurred to me I like that uh, I like that Rhodey was a sassy scroll girl yeah <laughs> that, <laughs> was, that was fun <laughs> um, but no Olivia Coleman. I want honestly I want just a compilation of all of her scenes so I can just watch them back to back so I don't have to get through all the other when stuff. When she's tortured that guy to get the information in the back of the butcher shop, yes. I thought, I was like, is she a villain? I was like, I know she's not a villain, but she's doing some villainous shit. No. But no, she just wanted results and she wanted them now. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, this Samuel should be like this after What's-Her-Face got killed in the very first episode. Yeah, no. And uh, she, was just, she, she was a revelation. I know she's good. She's been good. I, I watched her in uh, Peep Show from BBC, mm-hmm. um, where she was just doing comedy, you know. And then I, I knew she was talented. I could tell because if you can do comedy, yeah. you can do anything. And then I saw her in uh, The Favorite uh, within a Stone, where she's playing Queen Anne, I think. Uh-huh. And she was excellent in that as a dramatic with some comedic chops. I mean, she won a fucking Oscar for it. Which doesn't necessarily mean anything, but I give, yeah, I give. But then you know, and seeing her in this, I'm like, oh my god! I really liked her. I, she was my favorite character on the show. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I want it. I want to see. You know, I know this was a limited series. 
I want to see the series where she and Gaia are doing their thing. Yeah. I want to see that. I would I would pay extra money for that. <coughs> I have a feeling we're not going to see Gaia again. Only because she's just too powerful. She's got she's got all the powers. Everybody's now. powers. Yeah. That that fight sequence was weak. Yeah. And it's it's kind of the I hate to say this because I am a Marvel fan and I don't want to sound like a elitist fanboy or anything, but but I'm going to. It, but yeah, but here, <laughs> yeah, hold my beer. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> what they do is kind of the typical. I mean, they did it in Wandavision. They did well. They've done it in all of the shows. Yeah. Um, There's a big CGI throwdown at the end. I mean, granted, the movies did that, but it seemed to be more stakes. There were more, st- but then, uh, well, it, but it's the same thing. It's you know fighting it, it's uh, fighting the sky bee in mm-hmm. every episode or in every movie, yeah. instead of fighting the big bad. And again, going back to the two hundred million dollar budget, you couldn't have pasted the actor who plays Gravik's face onto Super Scroll. Yeah, because he looked nothing looked nothing like him. And no. you know, of course, we get Amelia Clark's pretty face. Yeah. But, you know, well, that dude isn't bad looking. I mean, I know he's Greek, but why couldn't he be he's... human and... Yeah. I, I didn't watch the other shows. He was, I think he was on Bridgerton. I, I don't know. But um, he's also... Uh, he's playing Bob Marley in the Bob Marley biopic. Really? That's coming out uh, I, Christmas I do time. like the actor. Yeah, I do too. Because I kind of hated Gravik, even though I will give them credit. They... They gave him good reason for being bad. 100%. He, which you don't always get. No. Marvel has the... They, they do two things with their villains. They kill them off too quick. And they don't give them a proper motivation sometimes. Yeah. Like, uh, since we're talking Marvel, uh, one motivation... I, Marcel and I have talked about this several times, but it's fucking perfect. Motivation was... Um, uh, in Homecoming, Spider-Man Homecoming. I still haven't seen any of the Spider, Spider-Man homes. Do yourself a favor. They're really good. What do you understand? I like, I like Tom Holland. Tom Holland is probably my favorite live-action Spider-Man. He's the most accurate as far as how Spider-Man is. Although, the third one, or the, uh, the, yeah, the third one, when they brought the other two Spider-Men in, that, it was, it was... I saw it with Eloise, and she made fun of me, but but I was like, I could not keep the smile off my face. It was so... I didn't think I would miss Tobey Maguire's dryness mm-hmm. until I saw him in that movie, playing like the elder, well, the elder Spider-Man. Spider-Man is kind of... Spider-Man is kind of like Batman, in mm-hmm. that there's Bruce Wayne and there's Batman. Some people are good Bruce Wayne's. Right. Some people are good Batman. Batman... I guess technically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it is, it is plural. <laughs> um, and, like, I thought Tobey Maguire was a very good Peter Parker. Um, I thought Andrew Garfield was a good Spider-Man. He was. And an, and an okay Peter Parker. Yeah. But Tom Holland, I think, he he's, got, the, he's, he's both. He's both. Kind of like... Um, Although my favorite Spider-Man is the animated one, oh. Miles Morales. But my favorite live action, hands down, Tom Holland. And I think part of that is because Tom Holland trained as a dancer too, 
So he has that physicality that, not that Andrew Garfield and, and Tobey Maguire aren't capable of those kinds right. of things, but they don't have that training. And part of Spider-Man is, you know, I'm thinking of the Todd McFarlane covers where he's mm-hmm. like got his knees up next to his elbows swinging yeah. on his web. That's that, what Tom Holland does. He does that, that move. That spidery kind of... Yeah. It's spidery. <laughs> Dude, I'm surprised you've never seen them. They're, they of of on... all the Marvel movies, those are up... There, most people will agree. Those are in the top, top, top ten. They Absolutely, been on, they haven't been on streaming that I've been able to watch, and I didn't see. They're them on theaters. Disney Plus. Are all three of them on Disney Plus? Now? I believe so. I know. I know one was. I will. I will definitely watch. Them I believe all of them. Are. I've seen all of the Spider Mans, except for Amazing Spider Man Two, I think. Oh, I didn't even bother with the. With the um, Garfield ones, I've watched clips. I've, I've watched I was the, I, I watched could not watch another one. origin story. I was so I watched done. The first one, and it, I don't know. I don't even know who directed it, but it just seemed it was it was off. Mm-hmm. I guess is the only way I can put it. Um, and in the third one, you get all these villains, and and uh, they're from different universes because each one is the. Uh, all those universes existed in the movies we saw, mm-hmm. like, but they don't know they don't. They're the only superheroes, right? Like, they there's a scene where they're talking, and uh, how did, did everyone did a good job acting? It makes me want to go watch it again. Uh, but um, they're like, <laughs> uh, Garfield was talking to, to Tom Holland, and he's like, "Well, I'm an Avenger," and they're like, "What are what's an Avenger?" <laughs> He's like, really? You guys don't have Avengers? He's like, we don't have any other superheroes. What, what are you talking about? There's just Spider-Man. He has just Spider-Man. He's like, I belong. Uh, there's uh, Thor, and he's going down the list. He's like, and they at first, uh, the Garfield's like, you're in a band? He's like, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> dude. It's they're really good. They're okay. really good. I, I, I don't doubt it. Uh, but what, you got to watch them in order, though. Okay. But the first one, the Vulture, Boy, is would. the. Vulture is the big baddie, and that's played by um, um, Michael Keaton. Mm-hmm. He's the villain, but you—it opens with him, and he's just a regular dude. And uh, it was like, uh, it was like, oh, I totally get his motivations. I would feel the same way. Mm-hmm. And they, they, they kind of like he got fucked. He got fucked over, and it was not his fault. And. Uh, I don't want to tell you how, but okay. I think it's, I, I smell a force review, <laughs> actually. Well, okay, it's not forced, though, because I do want to watch No, it. no, yeah, but I want you to watch it because they're so good. <clears throat> do yourself a favor. You don't Speaking have to see it. reviews. Yeah, we'll get back to that. We will. We will get I back think, to that. I think, I think for next time, I will watch one fucking episode of fucking Stranger Things, and you watch two episodes of Avatar The Last Airbender. Yes. And we can do... Things. You know what I would like to do for that? I like, uh, we'll put a pin in that one, mm-hmm. because I think, I don't want to go episode by episode, I want to go by, like, let's say, one season. season. Okay. Because I, 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 and then we'll talk about it when we're both done. Well, technically, and... uh, Avatar is books. Understood. <laughs> All right, nerd. <laughs> Book one. <laughs> I'm sorry, what, what, what is the name of the podcast again? I don't know what you're uh, about. Uh, shut up. <laughs> We're really we're we're not nerds though. We're not. We're geeks. There's, yeah, there's, there's a, a difference. 
nerds, dorks, and geeks. There's, you know. There's a, uh, well, I can be nerdy about something. Right, but you can catch a football. Yeah, yeah, I can. So, and throw one, too. And, and nerds and dorks can't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, True. It's, it's, it's a difference. There's a hierarchy. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> nerds know things like math. Well. Math is not my strong suit. Mine either. Actually, uh, I'm better at language. Me talk pretty. I I can talk. I can talk good. I can talk pretty. I can. Ooh, I can talk good. Um, but um, for me, I felt the same way about Secret Invasion. It wasn't the best. It was fine, but um, it really. I feel like his wife got short shrift in it. Yeah. Like, she was an interesting character. Like, oh, you were literally sent as a mole to kill him when needed. No matter mm-hmm. how... It, and they never really got into how long. They were just like, oh, he's got a wife. Well, how long has he had a wife? Well, it, it, from what mm-hmm. I understood, she was there from the beginning. Mm-hmm. So, at that point, decades. So okay. they, they planned. Because they met in the late... They met in the mid nineties. Oh, that's right. When Gravik was a kid, and it and in present and it went to present day. Well, twenty twenty two. So, like, I want I want to know more about her story. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, they they let her be a badass. That's cool and all, but like, why why can I not know more about her? And yeah, it just, that's a whole lot of two hundred uh, two hundred million dollars. I bet you the vast majority of it went to uh, cast. Yeah. They didn't, aside from Samuel L. Jackson, though, well, I guess Amelia Clark probably commanded a fair amount, and she was in it quite a bit, but, like, Martin Freeman, yeah, um, you know, he wasn't in it that much. Um, I am really noticing, as he ages, how enormous Don Cheadle's head is. (laughs) (laughs) I'm watching it, I'm like, God damn, your head does not fit your body. <clears throat> well, I'm looking at it. Homecoming is on Disney Plus, hmm. and okay. all the other ones are, but I haven't seen the the other two. Yeah, I'll, get, I'll give them a watch over yeah. the next week or so because um, I've heard nothing but good things from multiple places, um, and I, I I like Tom Holland. He's, a, he's good. He's a, and he's like, what, 12, I think? He's, he's, yeah. <laughs> I think he's actually like 24 now. That, that might as well be 12. Yeah, no shit. Um, <laughs> At this point. There's a lot of talk about him. He does this, they say X-rated, but it's not X-rated. They're not gonna, unless it's a fucking Lars Von Tier film, it's not X-rated. <laughs> but there's a scene where he's really getting the business from some dude. He plays a gay <clears> man. <throat> And some Apple Plus movie. I haven't watched it yet. I don't even know. Wait, what... do we get to see Spider Dong? I don't know. That what That's saying? what they're saying. Eh, it's a, it's a. But plus yeah, thing. I was like, the first thing I did was look at the director. Like, oh, it's not Lars von Trier or Larry Clark. So we're not. <laughs> it's it's neither, not we're not we're not going to see actual sex. Those guys actually show actual sex in their movies. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I mean, I was surprised when I watched Nymphomaniac on Netflix. I was like. There's DP, an actual DP on Netflix. <laughs> wow. We watched Insertion to completion. I was like, this is Netflix I'm watching. 
God damn, I got kids. <clears throat> I got a kid. <laughs> I got a kid. What the fuck? Oh, she wouldn't have, you know. But, but she, she doesn't have access to it, but still. <laughs> okay. Her, well, but Netflix doesn't, Netflix doesn't have to follow rules. Mm-mm. You know, FCC doesn't Actually, cable them. doesn't have to. Yeah, but they do. They do. It fucking kills me. But, it, but they, they're getting more lax. I mean, I watched, I mean, even with the shows. Like, I, I watched a Hulu show. Ever watch? Um, since we're talking about what we've been watching, I started. I'm so late to the party. I'm on season two. There's four seasons. Uh, ever watch? Uh, not Danny Glover. Um, Atlanta. Atlanta. Don. Don Glover. Donald Glover. Thank Donald you. Glover. His his production company is Don Glover, but oh. it's one word, so it's Don Glover. That is a great fucking show. I've watched it. It's one of those kind of like, uh, uh, well, honestly, Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. um, uh, 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 The Wire. Yeah. I've watched it and I'm like, this is good, but it isn't grabbing me right now, but I know it will. In every episode, they're, they're easily to digest because they're only like 28 minutes an episode. Mm-hmm. And and it's so authentic to black life in, in Atlanta. I mean... Not that I ever lived in Atlanta, but I am black and I have family from Atlanta and I have been in those kind of situations and that's exactly how it is. It's well, clear. I don't like to understand other people's cultures, so. <laughs> White is the default, so i rather not. Thank you we're, very much. Uh, she and I were watching some, uh, some YouTuber and they were talking about how they never saw themselves represented in fantasy, mm-hmm. uh, she was a, a Jewish lady, uh-huh. and I'm like, "Yeah, boy, I know how that goes." <laughs> and she looked at me like, "I was like, how long have you known?" <laughs> I'm clearly on. joking. I'm obviously joking. But I, I'd say um, if you could, just watch, give it, give it a chance. I, I've given I, it a chance, and like I said, I know it's good. I know I'm going to. And there's so many it. people on there. To, I need it to before they were big. Grab me. Like Zazzy Beats, um, what's his name? Zazzy Lakeith Beats. Manfield. I could watch Zazzy Beats and read the fucking phone book. Yeah, she plays his ex-girlfriend, and they have a kid I... together. Oh, yes, I do know that. Um, oh, uh, let me derail this. Sure. So, I've been watching It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, horrible drunks. Um, <laughs> I... I... They're terrible people, but I love that show. <laughs> and it's so funny. I'll go long stretches without watching it. <clears throat> then I'll just watch it for like a month straight. Right. And then I'll not watch it for a year, then watch it again. I've watch been, other stuff. I've been, I've been keeping up with the most recent season. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're throwing cunts in. Yeah. And I'm wondering, are they doing that on FX? Or because I'm watching it on Hulu, I don't have you know, I don't have cable. They're doing it on FX. Oh, so they're allowing okay. Yes, yeah, I'm saying <clears> there's uh, you're seeing more and more of the, that's the was, shows that's doing what I was this. wondering about because yeah. you know, I mean, we grew up with cable. I remember when Spotty, maybe. Yeah. But we occasionally had cable and you know, there was no swearing, there was no nudity, there was no They made a big deal when you saw an ass <clears throat> on remember uh David Crusoe's show, the cop show, the one he left her too early. Um, he got too NYPD big for Blue. Yeah. Yeah. And then they showed like a boo. But that was, and they that said was asshole. On. That was it was on prime time. That was on prime time and it was over air where you do have the FCC rules. Right. Cable doesn't have to follow those. No, no. But they they would cable. they would you know, if they were, if <clears throat> my point was if they were gonna show like a boob or a uh 
or swearing, they would they would they do just above what the FCC rules were, but not too crazy. Mm-hmm. I remember like and there the, would be and there would be warnings. Yeah, yeah. Remember like the infamous I have it on Blu-ray, uh, the infamous uh, scene where they said they had a counter in the corner on South Park where they said yes. like I think asshole or no uh, shit I shit think. or something like it was some curse word. And it was a counter. It was over a hundred times by the end of the episode. And they did they did one with Fag too. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe it was the same episode, but because they were bleeping it. But then Mr. Garrison was like, "I can say it." <laughs> <laughs> but <clears throat> but yeah, I'm, I'm surprised that you know it's taken until 2023 for cable to go. Oh, hey, we don't actually have to follow those rules. Yeah. Well, the competition's stiff because TV is so big. Which we've, you know, we've beat that horse to death. Yeah. But that's why. Everyone's got to stick out. And they're like, well, we got to, you know, we got to, we don't have to rein it in. And they got to compete with Netflix. They got to compete with all the streamers. So, HBO, yeah, so it's like, we got to, we got to upper game. We don't have these same rules. So why are we doing this? I'm still sick of HBO. Very excited. Everything's depressing. Oh, you can't say that. Everything's depressing, and it's <laughs> unpleasant, and I don't like it. Sorry. <laughs> well, it's the guy that's in charge, and hopefully he'll get out of it. You know, maybe <clears> they'll <throat> kick him out, because he sucks. Like, even some of the things I've liked, like, I can't remember, the one where uh, the girl has the chip in her head. Um, you know what I'm talking about? No. Uh, uh-uh. Anyway, it, it's a, it, Ray Romano's in it. Um... And she ends up married to some tech guru who, like, creates this world where <clears throat> it's it's basically the volume or a hollow deck kind of thing. Um, and it basically keeps her prisoner and has I know a chip that, in her I, head. I know what you're talking about, but I don't know the name of the show. The title off the top of I can head, see it, but it, I don't know the like, name. I enjoyed it to a degree, but at the same time, I was like, everything is unpleasant about this. Mm. <laughs> And not that I mind unpleasantness, but I want, like, I don't know, more intentional unpleasantness. I got gotcha. I, uh, I, I don't know how to describe it. It's just everything on HBO is something that I don't really want to watch. Same thing with uh, Raised by Wolves. I have to finish that. I kind of forgot about it. I did, too. It was. I liked what I saw. I did. But I, I finished season one. I haven't seen any of season two. I haven't seen any of season... Uh, I didn't finish season one, and I haven't seen any of season two but it was just like part of my problem with it was they were they weren't shooting day for night but everything looked like day for night Mm. like it was all everything was muted in a certain way uh, Mm -hmm. visually and I was just like why are are you doing this because that's what the sun does and I I I don't mind you know the sun on this planet does this so that's why it looks like that but it just felt like we're going to mute everything uh, visually and make it unpleasant to look at for no reason. <laughs> Jeez. I can understand. And again, it's probably just me being an old man yelling at clouds, but... <laughs> <laughs> Things were better when I was younger. When I was... You know, it's so funny. Uh, Marcel and I did this... You know, we would joke on the show that uh, we're just old men. Uh just bitching about the good old days and I mean they weren't you know as of media not like actually you know not like right, right. 
know. The 90s was Wasn't it nice when they could just call you nigger to your face and you can do nothing about it? Not like that. <laughs> I miss those days. <laughs> but uh, the good old days of, like, you know, growing up with the stuff we grew up with. But um, as far as, like, digestible media. Um, but it, it really, there's some things that are just lost that I kind of miss. Like, I, 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 um, like I went into, uh, last, the week before last, we had, the beginning of this podcast, after where I left on my way home, I stopped by an old record store that uh, we both thought was defunct and it's back and it's, and I was looking for music and movies in, in the store. I don't know. I miss that. I miss yeah. doing that. Yeah. I like the video store. I like finding, I Physical media is, I mean, DVDs and Blu-rays are becoming a collector's market now. Right. It's like vinyl. Yeah. And, uh, but, uh, perfect example, last, last couple weeks ago, my, our internet went out. Now, Cashel works, she needs internet because she works mobily. Right. I mean, she has an office, but she doesn't go right. to it. And, uh. And your 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 woman, same same thing. Mm-hmm. Our internet went out for like a day, and two days, and she uh, we couldn't even watch movies or stream anything. But I had this gigantic library of shit to watch. Right. Some of it I bought knowing that I'll watch this later on a rainy day. I hear it's good. I like this director. I like other stuff, so we'll watch that. And so I just did that. I was like, she was yep. like, you know, she even like, I bitch and moan about all the stuff you, all the movies you got, or give you shit about it. But on days like this, nice. To no have one has. Yeah. yeah, it's nice to have like three, three thousand things at your fingertips that you can just go grab and put in a machine and watch it. Have, no one on our block can watch shit, but we we can watch whatever I, we want. Have I told Have I told the snowy red box story on the podcast? You know, but it's funny. Go ahead. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> One snowy weekend day. Back. It was a couple years back when we had that several, snowstorm. Several years ago. It was, well, th- I mean, that's what we do. If it snows and we're not going to work, we'll wander down, have Bloody Marys and brunch. And mm-hmm. So I'm walking back with Carol uh, through the Walgreens parking lot that has a red box in it. Yeah. And uh, there's this woman standing at the red box, like bundled up against the cold, like shivering, poking buttons to get her red box movie. And I'm like, wouldn't it be amazing if there was a a building that you could go into <laughs> and it would have all sorts of movies that you could choose from and you'd be protected from the elements. And like, because <laughs> I, I am a proponent of video stores, definitely. Yes. Uh, but, you know, like, why Why did we make it worse? Why did we make it shitty? You know, okay, mm-hmm. I guess I can go into the Safeway that has a red box inside. Yeah. But then, okay, how many fucking movies are in that red box? Yeah. Am I going to be able to, you know, maybe I want to watch the documentary The Corporation. Because I really enjoyed that. I really enjoyed that documentary. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not going to find that in the fucking red box. Mm-mm. I'm not going to find it on Netflix. I don't even know where you can stream it or if you can. That's another reason I, I collect uh, things because, go away. Things go away. Yeah. Uh, the, when I like last week or the beginning of this podcast, when I went to that, uh, 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 went to that record store, I bought three movies that 
I've seen, but I didn't own. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm buying this because I don't know if I'm going to be able to find this online. Yeah. Perfect example. Another, I've told a story before, maybe on the podcast. Um, but I remember uh, a guy I work with, uh, this is years ago, but he was telling me how he has like, he was kind of just giving me a rib about all the movies I buy and shit. And I was like, man, eh. he's like, I got everything I want on a hard drive. And, uh, and they have it backed up at the streaming service. Well, that streaming service that he was storing his movies on mm-hmm. went out of business. Yeah. And they got absorbed by a bigger streaming service or a housing service that houses these movies. And they mm-hmm. made him buy back like 40% of his movies because mm-hmm. they said, well, we can't prove that you bought this. Yeah. So, but I bought it. They're like, hmm. So we had to buy it again. It's like you never. You only, I only bought it once. I don't have to buy unless I'm a sucker and it come out with a special edition. But that's that's just the completest of me. That's, well, that. But that's I still have in, the movie. That's me in Knights of the Old Republic. Anytime mm-hmm. Knights of the Old Republic comes onto a different platform, I'm gonna fucking buy it because I love that game. Yeah. You know. Um, and like, okay, perfect example. I wanted to watch the movie The Imposters. It's one of my favorite movies. Stanley Tucci and uh, Oliver Platt play mm-hmm. out-of-work actors. It's like a 1920s... It's an old story. But, um, yeah. And I was like, I want to watch this. I haven't watched it in forever. I want to show it to her because mm-hmm. she's never seen it. And I think it's up her alley. She'd like it. And I'm like, okay, well, let me see if I can stream it. No, it's not available for streaming. No. It's available to buy or available to rent, which I eventually did from Amazon. But I was like, you know, if I just had a DVD of it, I could just throw it on. Yeah. And... You know, it, it, we've abdicated so much. <laughs> us, us working class people have given so much power to other people. Uh, the most, the most recent episode of It's Always Sunny mm-hmm. uh, that I watched, which is not the current one, but it was last week, and it was all about everything needing an app. Oh yeah, <clears throat> she went to Yakima um, to check in. Uh, to have no, no contact check-in. Oh, yeah. Right, because, you know, we had a pandemic four fucking years ago. <clears throat> They're like, well, go ahead and download the app. Like, bitch, I'm just going to walk in, you give me a key. <laughs> Hi, I'm here for my reservation. Please give me a key to get into my hotel room. Download like, that I, first. I don't need an app. <laughs> it, doesn't need, it doesn't need a fucking app. Yeah. And it, it, we've just been like, oh, yeah, we'll do that, we'll do that, we'll do that. And it's gotten to the point where you can't do anything without the damn app. Uh, we went to, because Sean and I went to a... Uh, Clouds. We went to a... Uh, <laughs> we went to, we were in San Francisco for a few days. No, San Diego for a few days. A month One or of so. Those sands. Yeah, it's the San Diego. Some, some sands. Beautiful city, by the way. <clears throat> if I had the money, I would live there. Mm. It's incredibly expensive. Well, because... If you had the money, you'd live there. That's mm-hmm. why it's expensive, is because it's fucking amazing weather constantly. Yeah, and it's perfect. It's not not always hot, but I like I like four seasons. I really do. Even though, um, well, that's another conversation. But now, ah, fuck it, we got none but time. Well, we got well, a little bit of time. Kind of, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, about a half an hour, the most. Um, I. Um, we stayed at this hotel and open your door. It was all on an app. It was all on mm-hmm. your phone. Our key, we had a key, but if you lost that key, you just open your app and it would unlock. Yeah. 
It was fucking crazy. And that's where we're headed. Yeah. And the worst part about it, and here I'm going to go down my tinfoil hat woo-woo shit. If everything is on your phone that is your personal thing that has a personal identifying number, mm-hmm. if they decide that you don't get to do things anymore, they can shut it off. That's exactly where... That's, that's you know. where the paranoia comes in because. But it's not paranoia because. No, 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 no. Towards. I, <laughs> I am agreeing with you. That, that, that's it is paranoia because I think about that all the time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just turn your shit off. The yeah. more we plug in. Same thing with with central bank digital currency. Oh no! I think I think you. We're definitely it. headed that way. I think you bought enough hot dogs this month. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's kind of like. Um, you know, now you when you buy from Amazon, you go through that government thing first. You know, they're like, uh, it's a government database, and then it goes to Amazon. So you're actually, this is a third step. You don't feel anything, but that's what's happening. So they can track everything you do. Yeah. And if they want, they can shut it off, shut mm-hmm. it down, shut your card off. Oh, did you say something bad about the government? Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? And that's kind of what that... The risk of sounding like a tinfoil guy, but that's kind of like what they had that TikTok bill that had really had nothing to do with TikTok. They just used that as a, a kind of like this is why, but it's not. It's so yeah. if you read the the bill, mm-hmm. it was so they could do what we're just talking about mm-hmm. for any reason. Yep, that they deem dangerous. Yep, and I mean I hate to align with nutbag conservatives. I mean, I have some conservative views. I'm not going to lie. All you get, you just can't help it. It happens. Well, like, you know, yeah, I'm kind of big on free speech and being able to shoot people if they need to be shot. Yeah. But (laughs) (laughs) who those people are, I get to decide. (laughs) Um, But, like, you need to be able to escape from surveillance Mm -hmm. you know and i'm not just talking about ring doorbells on every house or anything like that but like it doesn't matter to anyone else what i buy right you know if i'm if i'm buying things that are legal it doesn't fucking matter Mm -hmm. and we allow things and again abdicating our power like uh loyalty cards at grocery stores yeah whoa what are you buying what are you what are you buying? Oh hey, let's send you let's send you coupons for the things you buy a lot. Oh yeah. great, I get to save forty cents on a fucking bottle of ammonia. Well, uh, this so funny, I have you know, I'm a loyalty member at Freddy's because it gives you a pretty good discount on gas. <clears throat> Unfortunately, it's just like uh, That's what I use Costco for. Yeah, I use Costco for that too. Yeah. But I also the Safeway I was <clears throat> it was like the most egregious one I saw. It was recently. I was just like, uh, right now, Sean and I are doing a cut. Mm-hmm. So, uh, f- uh, five days in, three and a half pounds. Mm, not bad. Yeah, not bad. But um, we're doing it for 60 days. And uh, so the day before, I was like, or two days before, I was like, oh, I'm going to eat whatever I want to eat. <laughs> and I wanted to get some ice cream. And there's uh, that's like... I'm not a big sweets guy, more of a savory guy, but ice cream is definitely my weak one. Uh, uh, right there with you on both points. And uh, <laughs> and uh, I, looking I, at I do ice... love me some chocolate therapy. I'm not gonna lie. Oh man, for me, uh, it's fucking old man. Oh, I, rum raisins my shit. What the? I fuck. fuck. I don't care. Are I'm, you eighty? I'm eighty-two. 
<laughs> and I like rum raisin. And I like my uh, my Werther's originals. So I'm, what? I'm working. I'm working on. I'm working on appreciating other people's opinions. So I am more than happy to grant you rum raisin. But you're still eighty. Uh, I, I've, I've, you know, I've owned it. And you can't hurt my feelings because I have a twelve year old that does it daily. <laughs> but um, you have no power here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, I, I was looking at rum raisin and it was like on sales, like the dryers rum raisin. I was like, oh, I, you know, I, I tell myself, I tell myself the little lie that I'm only gonna have half of it. But that pint is okay. not seeing tomorrow. It's not seeing. It's not seeing the next day. Because what I do here's what I do. <laughs> I'll get the I'll, I get the Ben and Jerry's chocolate therapy because they don't make wavy gravy anymore, and that makes me very upset because wavy gravy is fucking amazing, even though it wasn't like fully chocolate. Because uh-huh. I'm, I'm a chocolate guy. Mm-hmm. If it's dessert, it better be chocolate. But I'll like eat half of it early on, mm-hmm. and then later in the night, I'm like, oh, there's still that half pint of <laughs> Ben and Jerry's in the freezer. Maybe I better finish it off. No, it's not. It's not seeing. It's not seeing the next day. That that is. Yeah, I am a grazer. I'll just like a little here, a little there, a little here, a little there, and next thing you know, oh wow, I've eaten like seven thousand calories today. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but um, so I was like, this is my last little hurrah to myself. So I'll go to get the ice cream. I was like, oh, it's on sale. Uh, normally, the supine is like six bucks, mm-hmm. but because I'm a loyalty member, it was three. It was uh, two fifty. Oh. Yeah, I was like, well, that's all sorts of rum raisin. You know, honestly, I've never had rum raisin, so maybe I should try it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's so funny. It. Always it. was giving me shit about it. It's like your old man candy and your old. So I like Boston baked beans. Ah. <laughs> oh, see, God damn it, Jesus! I like all the old man candies. In fact, for my fiftieth, because uh, she got me a box of old candy. It was just called old candy, <laughs> and you get you open it up, and it's like. Nerds, even though I never liked the nerds. Yeah, I'm not big. They had Pop Rocks. I don't care for that. But it had like Boston baked beans. It had dots. It had um, Mike and Ike's. It had all the old man candies that I like. What about Good and Plenty? I never liked those. Those are gross. Like, those are gross. Poison in a can. Why? Mm -hmm. Why why does this exist? I don't like it. (laughs) But um, so there's some perks to loyalty membership, I guess. Sure, is there what are. I'm saying. But, but but yeah, the same token, you're just giving them more. Here, oh, and now everybody cards you for alcohol and enters your. At Freddy's, they scan it. At mm-hmm. Safeway, they just enter your birth date. Mm. So I'm buying a lot more alcohol at uh, Minute Martins because they don't give a fuck. I forgot you can buy hard liquor anywhere here. Yeah, that's crazy. You know what's funny? As much of a lush as I am. I don't buy that much fucking liquor. <laughs> I can. You, if you were to go to my house and look in our liquor cabinet, you would think Kishon and I have a problem. <laughs> but I just don't. We don't. I'm not a big drinker, but I like to socially drink. And I just like to drink and people come over and you know. What can I make you? Yeah, exactly. Or make it yourself. It's all right here. <clears throat> we don't have that much. <laughs> we just have you know. We've got like a wine rack. It's yay big. And- Ours we've is, got all our we've got all our liquor on there, and then we use the wine rack for wine. Obviously, the only right. liquor we don't have in abundance is gin because I'm not a I don't like gin, and Michelle she's indifferent about it. 
But other than that, but I like whiskey, and I, I got a shit ton of it. I don't, I don't drink gin like I used to. I used to drink gin and tonics all the time. Mm. And, I like uh, a good old-fashioned. But that's not gin, that's whiskey. <laughs> a hand job? What? Oh, oh not that. <laughs> no, well, yeah. that too. Oh, no. I'm honest. Uh, Peeking through my window this morning? <laughs> Do you know how far it is for me to drive? From here? From here to there. Well, you know, because no, you drove place, from there to here. But. Yeah, from your place to, from me to, from my place to Audra's place. This is so inside baseball, folks. I'm sorry. <laughs> but from my place to Audra's. not Aud- talking about what we watched. <laughs> no. I, I will get on with the, the next thing, though. But uh, it's 34-minute drive from here, from my door to your door. Or it's a 38-minute drive with no traffic from me to Audra. And it's you, you know 25. I'm, you know I'm not making that drive. I get 15 miles per gallon. No <laughs> I don't get much better. Trust me. <laughs> yeah. I don't get much better. <sighs> but uh, I did see a movie today that came out Friday. Uh, Talk to me. And it was, I liked it. It was pretty good. Um, I'll give a quick synopsis and we'll break into it. Uh, a group of friends discover how to conjure spirits using an embalmed hand. They become hooked on the new thrill until one of them goes too far and unleashes terrifying supernatural forces. And that's, in a nutshell, what it is. And it was like, uh, the guys who directed this, I you got to look on their face, their, their YouTube. I've been following them on YouTube for years. On YouTube? Yeah, well, they're... Interesting. Yeah, uh, they're two twins. They're from Australia. Uh, brothers. And they're called... The, the name of this channel is Raka Raka. Okay. They do tons of videos, uh, and they're really short, but they're really good. They my favorite one they had uh, showing to Cashelle the other day. She's like, "Oh, those are actually pretty fun." Uh, they they're really good with effects and stuff, and it's just um, no budget. And they uh, the one of my favorite ones they did was Harry Potter versus uh, Star Wars, and. And it's like one of the brothers is like has a wand and he's turning stuff in the in this friend one of his friends that they're all hanging out of their house tells him to knock it off and gets pissed and pulls out a saber and then they have a fight and they destroy this house and it's their house they would like use their mom's house and just destroy it and then they would pay to have it fixed and then they just shoot another thing and destroy it again and they did Marvel versus DC characters was, they're all dressed up for. Uh, Three, uh, it was like Wonder Woman, Batman, and Superman versus Iron Man, the Hulk, and um, 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 I want to say Iron Man, the Hulk, and Captain America, maybe. Anyway, they they're going to Comic Con. So anyway, it was uh, Marvel versus DC, and uh, they and, and, and anyway they're really they're really they do really good. They're really good with like action and stuff, and it's it's I you should watch a few of them. They're really good. Anyway, Rocka, Rocka, how is Rocka Rocka spelled? It is. I pulled it up. It is, is it spelled R A C K or R A K K A. Is R A C K A, R A C K A. Rocka Rocka. Okay. Anyway, um, this was their film debut, and it was really good. It was really good. Um, it was like basically you know, a group of kids. Uh, it, it takes place in Australia, and uh, they're um, 
They don't know what they're fucking with, basically. Supernatural stuff. They don't take it seriously. And then their life just falls apart. And uh, it, it just, it's really good. It was fun to watch. I don't want to give too much away, but there's just, you know, they do this hand, they shake it, and they light a candle to open the door and blow it out to, to end it. But you, you see the entity, once you say, talk to me, you can ask it a question, and then you can tell it to, to um, uh, you let it in, into your body. And then you experience this super euphoria because that's what they, they they get this incredible high while this thing is possessing their body. But um, it's like a trade, but you can only do it for ninety seconds. And ninety seconds, you kick it out, and you you, know, you can go back to your life. You go a second over that, things get a little hairy, and uh, <laughs> then it gets ugly. And uh, one girl does it for two minutes. Because she's thinking she's talking to her dead mom. And no. <laughs> so and, it's like DMT. <laughs> mm-hmm. But then it just gets, gets really... But I was like, man, these... You know, it, you, it was a fun watch. And I, you know, I give it a recommend. I don't like to give stuff a rating. Just a yes or no. And mm-hmm. I say it's definitely a yes. Okay. And then don't... I hate when movies are the most terrifying movie ever. No. No. <clears throat> Whenever I hate when movies make that claim. I mean, it's not what they said is what critics say. And uh, it, it is definitely has some creepy factors to it. It's definitely... Some people, it would scare them. But um, I'm a bit of a jaded, I guess, horror. Well, sure. But still, at the you same token... The point, yeah, at the same token, though, I... Uh, I, I I hate when they make those claims the most terrifying. No, it's scary, I guess, but it's is it, it threads? <laughs> threads, threads. Uh, British movie about nuclear war from the eighties. Oh, no. <clears throat> yeah, that's scary for a different reason, but right, but, still horror. Yeah, but, but yeah, like horror that could happen. <laughs> but I hate when they make those claims. Yeah, it's. It, it's and uh, but it's it's a great movie. Okay. I recommend it. And I like those guys are YouTube guys that finally got a. It was an A twenty four horror. So I don't know if well, you know anything about A twenty four. I know quite a bit about. They it. They have a great history with great. They have <clears> a great history of putting out quality stuff. Kind of like Bloomhouse has a. Well, you know they have some misses. Like everyone has misses, but if it's a hair, excuse me, if it's a horror movie with A twenty four in front of it or a Bloomhouse. Chances are you're gonna enjoy Honestly, it. Honestly, eight twenty four, like um, eight twenty four, did the Green Knight mm-hmm. with Dev Patel. <laughs> yeah, which was <coughs> excuse me, definitely lower budget, but that was a damn fine movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Agreed. They they do they do stuff that I don't know. <coughs> excuse who, me. I don't know who makes the decisions there, but it seems like hey, this seems interesting. It's not gonna be expensive. Let's fucking do it. Well, they're definitely a smaller company. Yeah. Studio. But they make quality shit. They didn't they do did they do the North the Northman? I don't know. I can look that up. <clears throat> that was a great movie. Anything <clears throat> anything with Bjork. Um, I thought was I thought what I thought was crazy about um the uh, the Northman was like, I'll see you at the hell. And then, and then, they, and then they finished their fight in, in hell. In hell yeah. I was like, oh shit. <clears throat> that was kinda cool. Was not <laughs> they, expecting that. They were that. not kidding. 
Botox Nicole Kidman scared me the most in that movie, though. Yeah. Honey, just age naturally. Yeah, no, you, look you still look great. Stop it. <clears throat> Nobody does, though. This is... Uh, I was having this conversation with someone. Yeah, I don't like when they... When they don't, they don't, they think they're going to look younger, but they don't look younger. They look other. They look different. Yeah. Yeah. They don't look younger. Well, it's a joke I always make, you know, like so-and-so's hair plugs. And she's always like, they don't have hair plugs. And I'm thinking, okay, how many famous men above the age of 30, or how many men above the age of 30 have some kind of balding going on? Whether it's receding mm-hmm. hairline, whether it's balding in the back, whatever. None of the men in Hollywood do. Except for a few notable exceptions. You know, Bruce Willis, for example, just was like, fuck it, I'm going to be bald. What are mm-hmm. you going to do about it? Um, Heath Ledger, actually, before he died, was starting to lose his hair. And he didn't do anything about it. Now, he may have later on. Yeah. <clears throat> but he didn't at the time of his demise. That many people can't have that much fucking hair. I'm sorry. (laughs) There is no goddamn way that every famous man in Hollywood still has a full head of hair without some kind of intervention. And pretending that they don't is stupid. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's just like, oh, they don't have hair plugs. Yes, they do. Or they're wearing a toupee or they're, you know, whatever it is, they're doing something. Because... When you're 50, <laughs> and you... And, okay, perfect example, George Clooney. What was one of his star-making roles in the 90s? From dusk till dawn. Yeah. What kind of haircut did he have? He had a Caesar. He had a Caesar. Why did he have a Caesar? He was losing his hair. Because he was losing his hair, and he got fucking hair plugs. Simple as that. Now, he could afford the good ones. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have doll hair. <laughs> Just like Matthew McConaughey could afford the good ones, Sean Penn could afford the good ones. <clears throat> Hell, even Daniel Tosh could afford the good ones, but at least he was honest about it. Yeah. You know, Tosh.0 is still going. Where? On Comedy Central. Really? Yeah. It's still fucking. Well, it's available. I don't know. I don't know what the most recent seasons are, but apparently he's still fucking doing that shit. I did not know that. You know. You know, I'm you trying to love, and you'll never work a day in your life. <laughs> oh, uh, Regency Enterprises did it. Oh, okay. It's not a twenty-four. It's not a twenty-four. It feels. Like it feels like a twenty-four. Kind of like The Witch. Um, the uh, Denzel's Macbeth. I never saw it, but I heard it was good. Um, went and saw it at the Higgins. Um, it was good, mm-hmm. and there was only one point where Denzel was Denzel. Oh yeah, which is surprising. Yeah, there was only one. It was great there actor. Was one scene, there was one scene where he was totally doing Denzel, uh, but otherwise, it was a good fucking movie. He's one of those actors that I've akin to. I mean, I've mentioned said this before, but he's definitely one of those actors that um, doesn't have a lot of range. I great me. actors. I play me. Yeah, but um, me is good. Yeah, me as this or me as that, <laughs> right. but me. I've said this before. I'll say it again. Uh, Denzel does that. Jeff Goldblum does that. Jack Nicholson did that before he retired. Um, Harrison Ford just does a different version of Harrison Ford. 
<laughs> I'm gonna point at you not and a be rough. Range. I mean, uh, you know, these are, these are great actors, but they sure. they just they just do versions of themselves, which, which is, is fine. I, and, what, and that's why I appreciate people like Brad Pitt and Johnny Depp. Like, they, yes. They play, hey, uh, well, you know, obviously now they're older. They're not just, hey, I'm a sexy man. But, but yeah, but <clears throat> they, they actually have range. Mm-hmm. Now, is it broad range? Are they Gary Oldman? No. <laughs> no. But Few no, are. One is, no one is Gary Oldman except for Gary Oldman. And I'm not even sure Gary Oldman is Gary Oldman. I mean, seeing him, I'm, I always go back to you watch him in anything and he just. He's that character. Like, even in, like, True Romance. Mm-hmm. I was like, fuck. Speaking of both Brad Pitt and Gary Oldman. Oh, uh, yeah. Playing playing characters that you would not expect to see them play. Mm-hmm. What always confuses me is when people are like, I didn't know it was Gary Oldman. Like, well, he still looks basically the same. <laughs> but he was so different. <clears throat> he was yeah. not a British actor that... He wasn't... You didn't... You didn't buy... You didn't think... When he was playing, what was that guy? Uh, not Dalex. What was that guy's name? I can't remember. I, uh, uh, but, oh, God, it's going to bug me. He played... Um, Drexel? Drexel, yes. Was it Drexel? It was Drexel. Because, remember, uh, they, you know, uh, what's his name? Um, said, what is a Drexel? It's not, it's not a what, it's a who. And then they explained it. And it's like, he, it's like... He used, he felt like those white guys that were raised around really hardcore gangster black folks, and he just came across that way. He came across very naturally, mm-hmm. like to the point where his terrible AAVE was appropriate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, <laughs> like that's a terrible black act. Oh wait, no, <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> Forget the people forget Sam Jackson was in that movie for a hot minute. <clears throat> I forgot Sam Jackson. Where, where is he? He gets shot. Him? He's he's the guy that who is like all about eating ass. He's like I'll eat anything you uh, you and put. Here's the funny thing: in 1994, or I'm sorry, 93. Yeah. No one knew who Samuel L. Jackson was. No. He is now the highest grossing actor on the planet. I was thinking about that when I was watching yeah. the end of Secret Invasion. I was like, because when has he ever had a love interest? Quite a few movies, actually. I can't think of any off the top of my head. That, and it was like, you know, oh, he got a love interest. It happened to be an alien woman with very sharp teeth, which makes me ask questions. But... <laughs> um, <laughs> Well, well, even even she mentioned it. She's like, "Watch out for the teeth." When you <laughs> I was like, mm, "I wouldn't be worried about the teeth on the kissing." But um, <clears throat> um, he had a love interest in Formula Fifty One. He had a love interest in uh, a few movies, not a lot, but a no, few. And that's the thing. Like this man has made more old white people money than any other actor on the planet and they can't give him a love interest every once in a while here's the funny thing about him people forget I mean he didn't get a start till he was in his 40s but he had done movies I mean I have to look it up but he he was a trauma guy 
Was he? Yeah. He was really? in a trauma. He did a couple trauma movies, uh, just like James Gunn. James Gunn was a trauma director. Oh, yeah, I know. That um, I'm well aware of. The, okay. The, Jack Nicholson was in trauma, but he was... He was... was uh, the, he was um, yeah, what's his name? Um, Corman. Corman, who was very trauma-like yeah. of his time. Um, <clears throat> nah, I forgot what I was going to say. Probably wasn't important. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, um, the whole, uh, the whole satanic panic 2.0 with, you know, drinking blood and raping babies and, or maybe it's raping blood and drinking babies, I don't know, (laughs) but, uh, people wanted James Gunn shut down because he made some possibly tasteless, uh, Oh, jokes, yeah, jokes jokes. on Twitter, and I'm like, okay, he worked for Troma. And he's a very, but you know that was already proven to be just bullshit. It was, but then everybody latched onto it. Like I make terrible jokes all the time. Do they? Does that mean that I believe them? No. And if you know anything about James Gunn, he's a way far left leaning guy. Yeah. And the people that were, that were, uh, there was only uh, literally a handful of people that stirred that up. That yeah. Then them and their bots. Uh, some computer savvy guys and their bots because he had said some things about um, someone they didn't like in office and they they were just like we're going to take him down and you know that's why Disney you know regretted firing him because uh, it was definitely a um, knee jerk reaction before they had all the facts right and can I point out exactly how much money he made you on mm-hmm. A property that nobody knows. Nobody knew who the fucking Guardians of the Galaxy I mean, were. Yeah, unless you read. Yeah, and I wasn't even. A, I was I a was com- vaguely. Yeah, I, aware. I, I was aware of. of um, but you know, I think I've said this in the past too. I was a passive. No, I was a big comic book reader. Still am to an extent, but um, I knew of the Guardians, but I didn't read the Guardians. No. I don't think I ever did. And, uh, and I would ch- I would check comic books out of the library because mm-hmm. at the time they had comic books. Yeah. And there were a few. They still do. Um, but I don't ever remember finding the Guardians of the Galaxy in the comic book basket because that's what it was. It was a wicker basket mm-hmm. <laughs> that was around eight and a half by 11 <laughs> and, you know, like maybe three inches tall with a handle on it. And you'd go through and like, that's where I, that's where I found Ambush Bug. Oh, I don't really? know if you ever read Ambush Bug. Uh-uh. Ambush Bug was meta in the early 80s. Like, he was Deadpool before Deadpool. Oh, okay. His arch nemesis was a sock named Argyle. Oh, A-R-G-H-Y-L-E. <laughs> um, uh, Samuel L. Jackson's first acting credit is from Together for Days in 1972. Yeah. So, he was working for 20 years before he even became anything. Yeah. Um, well, here's the thing with him. Uh, he'd done a couple trauma movies. I remember one of them, he played a mailman that kept getting chased by a dog. I forget what the movie is, but there's so I'd have to do some deep digging. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, the movie that broke him, that got him... Well, I know he's in Coming to America. I don't know if that was what really no. popped him. The movie that... that got eyes on him was his role as Gator uh, crackhead brother to Wesley Snipes and 
um, Jungle Fever. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, he did such a convincing... For some reason, I was thinking... Um... He had a girlfriend who was also a crackhead. And uh, uh, then unknown, very young, Halle Berry. Hmm. And um, he did such a good job as Gator. When the movie went to Cannes, they're like, this guy is so good. Uh, we need... They create... The only reason Cannes even has a Best Supporting Actor category is because they decided to add it because they felt he needed to get something. Huh. He needed to be acknowledged. So, uh... Well, okay, he's fucking mesmerizing. Yeah. You can't not watch him. That's but they that. asked him, you know, because that was <laughs> in 92? Jungle... No, I was still in high school when Jungle Fever came out. So it was so 91. 1991. One of those, 90 or 91. And, uh... Yeah, I took my high school... <laughs> we went there. I took my date uh, there to see it. Your high school sweetheart? Yeah, no. No. She was a friend. Uh, we just kind of had a thing. We, we, had a, we had like a fling for a few months. <laughs> Honestly, I believe I was like, um, she was born and raised as a Mormon. Yeah. And I think I was her fuck you dad thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Fucking Mormons. She was very nice. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just going to say it. Mormons suck. <laughs> she was very nice, but um, the only thing they're better than is Scientologists. Yeah, <clears throat> oh, that's done. Anyway, um, we we saw that as a double date, and it was very uncomfortable. There's a scene where uh, the black because uh, it's the movie's Jungle Fever. It's about uh, you know, um, Leslie Snipes plays this architect that's very. You know, he's going to be made partner. He's a really cool guy. He ends up sleeping with... Um, oh, what is her name? Italian actress. But this was in the 90s. And and she lived in Bensonhurst. And she had a very Italian family. He didn't like the fact that she's stepping out with this... Leon. And he was a professional guy that had a family. A wife who cheated on her. And then they ended up breaking up. Him and his wife. And he puts a strain on his relationship with his uh, his kid, and it was just a it was just a it was a really good movie. It was a Spike Lee movie, and uh, um, he's made a couple of good ones. Yeah, one one, one or, or two, one or, one or two. And uh, I remember there's a scene where all the women are talking, his wife and all the other black women, her friends, are have like this roundtable discussion about how white women come in and swoop in and take the good black men and. And it was just, we, were, we saw this at the Coin Theater, and it was a double date with my friend at the time, James, and his girlfriend, who was also white, and um, it was just a very uncomfortable <laughs> 10 minutes, because we're in a black theater, they're the Coin, but it's a black film, and it was just a lot of black people, and we were, mm -hmm. they're probably the only two white people in the theater, our dates, Ooh. and it was just like, and you were like yeah. 17, it was just right. like, it was super uncomfortable. I missed the Coin. The coin was a great theater. As, as, as what it was. Yeah. Like I saw Orlando there. Uh, I saw Pie there. Oh man, I still I saw Jungle <clears throat> Fever. I saw. Um, I only saw art house movies there. Saw well, Jungle Fever because that's there. all they played at that yeah. point. And that and it just going up the going up the escalator and like. Yeah, I mean, now like, it's a regal. Two tickets. <laughs> yeah. 
Although I prefer him to AMC, honestly. Oh, I'm a Regal. I, the movie I saw is that Regal. I'm a member, so I paid my 21 bucks a month. I can go as many movies as many times as I want. I don't, I, AMC I don't can like eat Regal. a fat dick. Yeah, because they destroyed Cinetopia, and the things they took over for Cinetopia have descended into hellishness at this point. Yeah, and they had that whole thing where they were having, like, charging different rates for different seats. That went away quick because uh, they had, a, like, a beta in a few theaters uh, to try it out. And everyone was like, yeah, fuck you. I'm just not going to go. So they kind of just stopped doing that. Yeah. I, they, didn't even put, they didn't even officially end it. They just stopped doing it. Because, like, when it was Cinetopia, <clears throat> they actually kept things up. Yep. You know, you didn't have a rattly uh, cup holder because the screw has come loose. You didn't have fucking... They, they haven't... I, I haven't been in a while, but I think they haven't gotten to the point where they're duct taping the the vinyl on the seats yet. Oh. But it's got to be getting close to that because you know you're sitting on a you're sitting on a seat and it's like what's poking me? Oh, it's yeah. the it's the the upholstery has cracked and now it's poking me in the ass. <laughs> you know? Yeah, AMC. I just I don't like their business practices. They fuck them. I, I mean, Cinetopia is kind of at fault because they did try to. They tried to they tried to David Goliath and they failed. Well, what happened? It wasn't so much a fail as they just gave up. They were the tip of the spear up against AMC theaters because AMC were trying to be a monopoly, and uh, <clears throat> they were like telling smaller theater kind of pushing smaller theaters out and like basically like uh, telling movie studios, uh, <clears throat> um, if you deal with these small ones, we won't play your movie at our theater. That kind of shit. Yeah. So, uh, all the smaller theaters, smaller chains, and smaller independents got together to have a class action lawsuit against AMC. Mm-hmm. The tip of that spear was Cinetopia. Uh, okay. Cinetopia uh, got approached by AMC uh, a buyout. It's like so. What ends up happening is this back and forth that goes on for like a couple years in court. And uh, and it looked like AMC was going to probably lose. So what AMC decided to do is they approached Cinetopia. Cinetopia, they both stopped the court thing, paid off their fees, and then Cinetopia, AMC bought Cinetopia. And then the guys that had Cinetopia opened um, uh, Studio One. Studio One are the old owners from Cinetopia. Where are Studio One's? It's just, it's just one. Where is it at? It's in Portland. It's a very luxury-focused theater. I mean, food. Um, you know, this is a, I might be willing to travel look it up there. online. I'll look it up. Um, I may be willing to travel there because they had a great business model. They had a great business model. Uh, the model is so funny. I was talking to uh, my ex's granddaughter, and I know it's crazy it sounds, but <laughs> it's a long story. It's another podcast. Um, another, you know episode someday but um she was telling me um when her and her partner went to thailand how they stayed this theater was so cool the food was really good we sat in these really nice seats that went lean back it was like being in a luxury hotel and it was just you know and they had like a a little stage up raised above everyone that was someone who played the mandolin before you know it was just a very theater vibe mm-hmm. real, and it was, real, it was just a, it was 
you know, it was Thailand. Just the whole thing cost me 25 bucks. But if I was in the States, it would have been easily in the hundreds mm-hmm. for all we got. And uh, that exact model became Cinetopia like a couple of years later. So, um, well, and that's the other thing. Because I've been, I've been to that AMC a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Or to some of the, most of the one at the mall. But the food sucks now. Yeah. It's terrible. Like, it's awful. Like, oh, yes, I would love some microwave chicken strips, please. That's (laughs) what I'm paying 75 fucking dollars for. (laughs) Anyway. But, um, so that's a little history on... I I love that shit, because all things movies I'm just into, even the theater experience. But, um... I can't wish, I don't know how we got here from Samuel Jackson to that. That's just a that's a, this is a show. show. That's a show. That's, that's what it is. That's what we do. <laughs> but um, this is Damon and Evan riffing. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, we should wrap it up. Um, but this is uh, part two of episode one of the <clears throat> new show. So um, when when can we expect to hear this? Uh, this will be out this Wednesday. All right. And then, so folks, uh, you'll be getting this episode. When is next Wednesday? What is the date? Uh, I believe that is the third. No, yeah. second. Yeah, that will be Monday's the thirty-first. So, yeah, it will be the second of August. So we will. Uh, I will be out of town shortly after that. But uh, you will have a another show following on. Yeah. So we, we we gonna we'll record something we're, we're before gonna, then. We're, we're gonna give you content. Absolutely, and we uh, promise. Absolutely. So uh, and I'll enjoy listening to this because I won't remember half of it. Well, you're one, two, three, four, five, six beers in. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think seven actually. Oh shit! It's Sorry. breakfast beer though. So. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> All right, folks. We will see you next week. Bye.